up, everybody? It is Friday, January 7th. You are listening to the Pat McAfee Show 2.0. Pat had to jump on a bird to head to Connecticut to do Friday Night Smackdown tonight at 8 p.m. on Fox. Still got a good show for you today. New reports from the A-B situation in Tampa Bay. Preston Smith of the Packers joins the program. And Pat and A.J., pick the entire week 18 slate as we head into the playoffs it's a good one let's get into it so there's a couple things that we could definitely lead off with for instance FanDuel is live in the state of New York it doesn't matter if you're in the city upstate Buffalo or any of the towns in between 9 a.m. Manana FanDuel says hello to the state of New York. Congrats to New York. Hey, Welcome yeah. to New York. There we go. Uh, Pre-registered lay before the 9 a.m. launch. You get a $100 bonus immediately upon that. And there's going to be boosts all weekend. Oh. Giveaway boosts all weekend. Mm-hmm. We saw the email that they wanted us to promote. And uh, they said as soon as it gets enacted, we'll put it out and we'll talk about it for our people. If you're in New York, these motherfuckers are going to be giving away money all weekend. Oh, yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. Hey, Pat, would you mind putting uh, your name on this boost? Uh, what's the boost? If... Blah, 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 runs for a quarter of a yard. Everybody basically gets even money. I'd love to be a part of that. Yeah, sure. By the way, I'd like that to go towards my... On the record. On yeah. my record. Yeah, please. I'd like to go that right. on my Super Boost it will record. Be. It will be. I would, like that. I would like the minutes to report yep. that I did. I might. I mean, we'll who see. knows if old buddy would get a quarter of a yard. Mm-hmm. But, or a point, or half a point would be scored. The, these are the ones that they're... I would like those to go on the record because they did take money from FanDuel for people uh-huh. in the great set of New York. Sounds good. Congratulations, New York. Congratulations, New York. Pre-register today, you get a $100 bonus, okay? So we can't thank you enough for joining our family in New York. Can't wait to get to your states. New York's the most recent one. Ohio's happening this year. Mm-hmm. Something's going on down in Florida about a petition. Yeah. I don't know how that, but there's more states coming on and on. And with the amount of money that New York's about to see, now, they're going to lose FanDuel. FanDuel's going to lose. But there's, uh, there's going to be an overwhelming amount of money gambled, I think, in the first year in which they're getting like some 51% tax rate off of the amount of money that New- the state of New York is about to generate and uh, bring in is going to make every other state that is potentially on the fence go, oh, we should Stop do that. Have to do oh, it. we should do that. So welcome, everybody, to the FanDuel family. Yeah, 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 you did it. Up. Woo! We're trying to take every fucking dollar they got. That's right. That's right. Bankrupt them. There's other news as well. A toilet licking thought has infiltrated the Super Bowl champion Tampa Bay Buccaneers Hotel and potentially had inside information before Antonio Brown and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers had their situation on Sunday against the Jets in the third quarter. She knew it beforehand. She is on the record now stating, and this is Ava Louise and OnlyFans motto, uh, she is on the record as stating that Antonio Brown kept murmuring to Wait till you see what I do tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Wait till I see what I do tomorrow. She said that they filmed a couple of porns on her mm-hmm. phone. That's right. He, he right. insisted that is the case. Ava Louise also said she had to sneak in to get to the hotel because hotels are locked down due to the COVID protocol bubbles. That is not the only... NFL hotels rooms have been locked down basically since the beginning of the NFL. Every time we would go into a hotel, there was cops sitting at the end of each thing where the uh, uh, stairs are, where the elevator is, whichever wings, there was cops waiting there because you don't want any of the home team fans potentially getting in there Mm -hmm. and causing a ruckus. Uh, I don't know if it was necessarily implemented strictly to keep thoughts out of hotel rooms, but I do believe that is also what it became over time. I think there has been a lot of stories that I have heard where people have tried to sneak people sweatsuits yeah 
beanies, mm-hmm. fresh J's. Mm-hmm. Just walk right behind me, no big deal. Give a fist bump to the security, okay? You'll be able to get past, all right? Hey, what's up, man? I get your playbook, get an iPad, fist bump, fist bump. Whoa, 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 what is that? Get, mm-hmm. get her out of here. Right now. Seahawks last year. I'm not yeah. 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 happening in training camp. Yeah. Seahawks yeah. last year. Mm-hmm. And by the way, the story I just told did not happen in in our particular uh, hotel, but it certainly happened in a uh, friend of mine's uh, <laughs> other team that he was in. I got a FaceTime immediately upon hearing about it from said hotel. Wait, walk through what happened right here. <laughs> this guy caught a. So this has been something that's been happening for a long time, where players have tried to sneak significant others or uh, friends in to hotels the fact that they were able to get in to the tampa bay buccaneers hotel uh with these COVID protocols with tom fucking brady probably in the area that is cause for concern as well mm-hmm. and i think a lot of people you know listen to ava louise story and thought immediately like oh antonio brown doesn't care about his team yet again he's doing all this I mean, valid, and all these are conduct detrimentals that if there was a grievance filed from Antonio to Tampa Bay, all these things are probably getting stacked up, especially with Ava Louise coming out and saying, I do potentially have my She tested positive and said, hey, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, test your team. And this is all B-A-N-A-N-A-S. I mean, this shit is bananas. B-A-N-A-N-A-S. This entire story. I don't know if there's any precedent. There is not a precedent to what has happened from Antonio Brown and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers over the last few weeks. And OnlyFans thought getting tossed in the middle of it is a beautiful. And I don't even want to say icing on the cake because we have no idea if this thing's going to end. I saw him filming, I think, a music video yesterday. I mean, there is a lot going on. This is only going to continue. But I think the real conversation should be how the hell... And now Ava Louise is college educated. We saw that from DM. She's yeah, right. She's cool. She, she's she's cool. cool. She did school in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She did school in. Which, once again, the more we see Antonio Brown, the way he communicates with people, we do believe that those were his words and his side of the story, but we don't think he wrote that entire... Safe assumption. No. We're exactly. not 100% sure. Not yet. Can not, never be can sure. Can never be too but, sure. But little booty. Trent, little booty. Yeah, Ava. Little booty. <laughs> You're getting porn, dude. Yeah, uh-huh. cool as hell. Yeah. <laughs> Any <laughs> private conversation leaked is always going to be interesting from a third party, independent party, whatever the case. They seem to have great chemistry in the DMs. They, yeah. they ended up meeting up with each other. They did have sex is what Ava Louise says. Nice. She took a picture of him sleeping. Classic gotcha. Julian Edelman got this before. Uh-huh. Uh, Zion got this before. I believe there's many others that have got this. So Antonio Brown said he got to be out by seven. Got a meeting with Tom Brady is what Ava Louise said, but he did sleep she did not maybe i'm not 100 sure but the plot thickens between antonio brown uh and the tampa bay buccaneers who have terrible security in their hotel and they have the greatest player of all time in there they have everything going on how the fuck does Ava now ava she even got so close she took a photo of like um uh, meetings are on this floor. Mm-hmm. Food, foods on this floor. Yeah. Quarterbacks are here. Mm-hmm. Specialists are here. Yeah, she had. She got even in through there. Yeah. So incredibly strategic way to get up to the room. They did their thing, uh, and now she has COVID. And I don't know if she was implying that Antonio Brown gave it to her, or she might have seen other. I'm assuming. I'm not 100 sure, but I'm assuming if Ava's sneaking in at Tampa Bay Buccaneers Hotel, she is also not quarantining herself on Sunday. Yeah. Nice. Or, you know, the next day. <laughs> yeah, or Monday or Tuesday or whatever. You know, so who knows who got it, who gave it to Ava Louise. But she is now COVID positive and she is on the record of saying that her and Antonio Brown 
fucked each other on Saturday night. That's right. Yeah, Jesus absolutely. Peace. Well, and we, I mean, we knew that was going to happen. AB loves nothing more than getting his Tootsie Rolls smooched. Oh, He's on. showed that, you know, several times in the past. You actually year. referenced this, what, two days ago? I did. Mm-hmm. I did. And will and behold, you know, Tiana's here it is. Be yeah, upset. Exactly. She would probably will be upset. But does this end, like, the whole grievance deal? Because it was all premeditated? Like, he told her. I mean, if all uh, this I stuff mean, is. Once again, we have to take everybody's side and go, maybe. Yeah. Right. Ma- she seems to have a lot of detail. A lot of detail. Yeah, she was at least in the building. Yeah. I mean, I don't... To figure out what... I guess it's all on tape, though. I guess it is all on tape. Mm-hmm. We will find out. Uh, we will find out, I guess. By the way, just like the sidelines, Antonio yeah. Brown and Tampa Bay, this entire thing has been documented, I'm starting to realize now. His rendezvous with um, toilet, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. licking, yep. fame, legend, yeah. Ava Louise. Subscribe. She has photos of the trip, so you could definitely do some sort of what's that called? What's that dude? Reenactment? No, no. What's that called? The uh, the uh, Ken Burns. Ken Burns. Ken Burns. You can do <laughs> Ken Burns effects on those pictures. Yeah. You know, this whole thing has been documented completely. Up in the room, she alleges that he asked her to film them having sex and then send it to her. So that's on camera. Yeah. Probably conversations in there. Is that whenever he said, wait, DC, I do more? Probably. Is that what he's doing? Though? Mm-hmm. So that's on. And then we assume the NFL Films has the entire sideline thing. Danny Boy Hustle Hard's got to have some sort yeah. of something in there. Yeah. Obviously, he's got cameras on him now. He was at the Nets uh, uh, Bucks game. Mm-hmm. That's on camera. Mm-hmm. He's shooting a movie. This is all going to be documented, I think. That's why he was saying my Netflix series... He's going to go, go through the roof. roof. Yeah. It's interesting he packed for two weeks in New York. You know, just. No, he's not He's going shopping. He's at his yeah. dude's store. You, yeah. yeah. Pay Come attention. On. To follow, on, follow the store. <laughs> he was at Danny's. Look at the suitcase he got. He was at Danny HA5's uh, store this morning. That's right. Yeah. Pat so. used to never pack for trips. He would always just land in the city and buy new cl- buy a week's worth of clothes in the city he landed in. <laughs> that is a factual statement. I know. And then Smart. I would leave them for the piles in places. And then guess what I would do? I'm flying back home. I'm sleeping for probably two days straight, and then I'm on a plane somewhere. And where are we doing? What are we doing? We going out tonight? We going to a beach? We going to a club? What do I need? Oh, we're going to probably go into like a little sports bar type thing. Perfect. Going to Target, picking up some Mossimo, who's now in jail. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go get some Mossimo, and then I need, some, I need some underwear. I always brought my own toothpaste, though. Smart. Because I wanted a good, you know, I wanted a good toothpaste. Going to those games, by the way. One outfit. I'm wearing it to the game. I'm wearing it home from the game. And as soon as I get to the hotel, I'm putting on basketball shorts, a hoodie, and slippers. And I'm sleeping, basically, until the meeting. So, yeah, I travel light. I think I'm in and out. Antonio Brown did have that big bag, but I think that was more accessory as opposed to actual clothes. Yeah. Yeah. Bunch of Game Boys in there. Some jackets. (laughs) Just to get a battery dies. You can't find batteries. Like coloring books? No, oh, like Game Boys, Boys like, like Pokemon. Yeah, like playing Tetris and yeah. stuff like Mario that. Party. <laughs> I did not expect, <laughs> don't expect Antonio Brown to have a bunch of Game Boys. You never know. You never know. What this guy's do. wacky. You <laughs> never know what he's up to. <laughs> and by the way, we honestly, if it is premeditated, which is what Ava Louise, uh, the OnlyFans. Uh, um, Grad school. MBA. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> yep. She, mm-hmm. she, she cool. is. She's nice yeah. with it. Hey, in... A lot of people would like to bury her because she licked the toilet. No. Okay? That well, is literally at how every... Of, at the height of COVID. At the height uh-huh. of, every single headline says, toilet licking model mm-hmm. found in Antonio Brown's hotel room night before 
outburst or whatever. And then they would go even deeper in there. Uh, only models porn star uh, who licks toilets mm-hmm. with Antonio Brown. Like for the, and now, that was just a trend, I assume, right? Was that a trend she started? I don't remember uh, the toilet. Like, it started. was during like the whole COVID's not real, Rudy Gobert touching everything. She was licking toilets. It was like along those lines, basically. That's why it was. Out of context, it's going to be tough for her to explain, though. And I, I assume she's not even trying to at this point. Probably not. But, no. She is getting a lot of pub today, as is Antonio Brown. And I think that'll probably be the end of that story. You know, I think we will no longer have to talk about Antonio Brown. I'm happy it's all ended. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, yes, hell of a run, hey, baby. Hell of a run. And her OnlyFans is now booming. So business, business is, is booming. If yeah. I know anything about AB, though, there is going to be something that steps above this. No, no, this oh. is over. Uh-huh. No, know. this is done. done. This Come is over. On. No, what are you talking about? It's done. Yeah. Oh, just it. wait. It's a shame it's over because it's given us good conversation fodder yeah. here as we enter week 18 with nothing really on the line for a lot of teams that we really, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, it's fun. Except for seeding. There's a couple seeding things that could potentially happen. Chargers mm. Raiders is awesome. That's uh-huh. like yeah. a play-in game. That's cool. But aside from that, it's all about guessing who's playing uh-huh. so we know who we can bet on, guessing who isn't playing, so who's going to try, who's not going to try, who's dead, completely dead, who has a little bit of life to live. That's really the only conversation piece. So Antonio Brown doing what he did in MetLife Stadium in the middle of New Jersey there in the shadow, shadow of New York City, shadow of New York yeah, City right. is really carried us through here. And every day it's been like a new new little wrinkle. Yeah, it continues yeah. to go. Oh, how can we keep – there's no way we're going to have to talk about Antonio Brown tomorrow. And then you, you pick your head up uh, off a little nap and it's like, oh, he's buying a toilet I can grow in a hotel. <laughs> Team hotel. And that's, uh, that's a wild scene there. Over you there. mentioned the shadow of New York City and I just – joggled my mind on something I saw yesterday. Apparently, New York City is suing the Jets and Giants for $6 billion, calling themselves the New York Jets and New York Giants I like when that. they play in Jersey. I like that. Wow. By the way, I like that. And, and this is no offense to anybody in New Jersey, but I don't think anybody in New Jersey would take – they're in Jersey. I mean, they are yeah. clearly in oh, yeah. Jersey. Now, I, I get it. But Jersey people have probably been fighting this battle for a long time. And now it sounds like New York people are like, hey, stop using our name over there. Are they gonna, they're going to have to get a team in the city then if that's the case, right? Yeah. Is that Newark? what they're trying to do? Just do Newark Jets. It's basically the same goddamn thing. Jersey, right? They'd probably just use I Jersey. I mean, the 49ers don't play in San Francisco anymore. They play in Santa that's Clara. Fair. And they actually mm-hmm. got kicked out of their uh, stadium in Santa Clara. Yeah. But the New York Giants and the New York Jets is crazy because there's two teams, one stadium. One state, not the state that it's named after, but it is the area. I think that is why yeah. everybody oh, yeah. in there kind of works in New York. I mean, they're not saying this stuff when both the teams don't fucking stink. Oh, uh, so know? now this is the city of New York saying, "Excuse me, you yeah. are now the Jersey Jets." Right. This feels like whenever you were representing us and all the people that flock into our city that are in the area, you were representing all of us. Now, you guys, not once in the last five years, Giants, have you been above five hundred? Not even game one yeah. of a season. That's unbelievable to think of and to fathom. It's wild it's crazy uh state of new york is about to get a lot of money though oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. a lot of money with this gamble coming life's right? about to change for you guys it's gonna be awesome it mm-hmm. is gonna be awesome so congratulations now a lot of people in new york i assume and this is just me judging us italians being in a pretty prevalent manner in the yeah. new york area mm-hmm. okay new york city area mm-hmm. i don't know about upstate i don't know if we ventured up no, there we, did, yeah. like we syracuse did, we did? up there yeah. oh, we're upper yeah really yeah. why is that i mean just easiest place to go because okay. <laughs> you go to Pittsburgh, there's a lot of rivers, right? You mm-hmm. always have to see, like, Philadelphia, there's a lot of action there. So the Italians, if you, you, you notice, like, New York, 
Philly, then they'll go over to Pittsburgh, and then, oh, let's go to Youngstown, and mm-hmm. then they go to Chicago. There's always like a, it feels like there is a, a pilgrimage almost. I did not know it went to upstate New York. Whatever the case, there's probably Italians up there. Just strict. Go ahead. Uh, Buffalo ranks only behind New York, Philly, Chicago, Boston, Pittsburgh, Jersey. New York, as far as Italian Americans. Okay, so with that being said, everybody probably has had a bookie for a long time up yeah. there. Uh-huh. It, it has probably been very common for a lot of people to gamble illegally, and the only reason why it was illegal is because they wouldn't allow it to happen for some fucking reason. Now, as the states are letting it in, wait until you see how convenient, easy, uh, how quickly you get paid, how regulated it is. Like, wait till you see it is a massive change. And now, I never had a bookie, so I'm not 100% sure, but I have a lot of friends that have had bookies and did that whole thing wait until you see just how quickly efficient and how many bets there are available mm-hmm. on fan it's a game changer it's a life changer so we can't thank you enough but none of that is the biggest news of the day no no everything we just ran through right there is big news ava louise mm-hmm. antonia brown yep. making a porno yep. in a team hotel with the super bowl champions the night before he throws his pads in the middle of the game and leaves you would think that's the biggest news of the day however Fandle going to New York, you would think that's the biggest news mm-hmm. of the Sure. The biggest news of the day is... He's J.J. Watt. He is that one. He will be playing J.J. Watt has been designated to return from injured reserve. He healed quicker than any other human in history. And although it wasn't laid out like how Russell Wilson worked like a Wolverine 19 hours a day, J.J. Watt worked in quiet. J.J. Mm-hmm. Watt wanted to work on his body, on his shoulders, say, hey, listen, I'm going to get back in time for a run. I need you guys to hold it down. The Cardinals hit quite a slump for a while there. J.J. was trying to do all the motivational speaking he could do on the sideline and in the building, but now they get a chance to feel the 9-9 back on the field. At Ty Schmidt, at Boston Connor, at Tone Diggs. Let's done? start with you, Connor. J.J. Watt's all the way back. healed faster than anybody. Yeah. The Cardinals may be primed to make a run after getting a win over the Cowboys in Dallas, making Kyler Murray go Ain't knowing his life in that stadium. Are they back on track with JJ fucking Watt all the way back? Well, I mean, it depends every single week, right? If Kyler Murray shows up to the stadium and he says to himself, you know what, I do feel like playing football today, then absolutely they're all the way back. But I could have never seen JJ What's Watt that? coming back this quick. What's no, that man, I no. mean, we know Kyler Murray is a great quarterback, but he's also a live betting quarterback. You got to see how he's feeling, how his body emotion is, what he's thinking. Like, eh, I'm not really feeling it. No, DeAndre Hopkins. Or he's like, I got freaking AJ Green and Zach Ertz. I'm going to sling the pill today. Oh, is that right? It is seem like last year's Arizona Cardinals. See, I'm not just blaming solely on Kyler. No. Last year's Arizona Cardinals started to creep in on this year's Arizona Cardinals. Because at the beginning of the year, Arizona Cardinals, number one seed, number one seed, no problem. Here we go. We're getting past what we did last year, which was inconsistent football. We'd show up, then we wouldn't show up, then we'd show up, then we wouldn't show up. Then we'd have some runs, like six quarters straight, where we are the best team in football, and then boom, they'd lose to some of That was last year. They were a young team. They were growing. They were learning. This year, it seemed like that was all behind them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They brought in J.J. Watt fresh off the fucking 
like. Let's fly his ass in here. Let's pay him a bunch of money. Let's go ahead and let Chandler Jones be mad for a little bit about his contract comeback and then just absolutely dominate. Buda Baker's flying around. Isaiah Simmons has found a role in the NFL defense that we all thought he could potentially have. Didn't have much of it last year. On the offensive side of the ball, Kyler was scrambling and throwing Hail Marys at like every third play, and DeAndre Hopkins was catching him. They were calculated. They were unbelievable. James Conner was running better than he ever run. He looked like he was back at the University of Pittsburgh mm. whenever he was just absolutely slaughtering everybody. That team was up, and there was a Williams uh, tight end we didn't know about. I was like, this guy's making plays. I know where they bring Zach Ertz in. That team... Andy Lee, Prater. I mean, they got a good squad. Oh, yeah. They were everything we thought they could potentially be whenever they were great last year. Like, oh, this is what this team could be. They, the team last year cost me a lot of money. A lot. Those, those glimpses of greatness carried me on Sunday mornings when I would be placing bets. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Kyler. If Kyler gets out here, he's going to do his thing. And then they would lose mm-hmm. to the Panthers. Then they would lose to like the Giants or the Jets, who we just talked about have not had. They would lose a game and it's like, what the fuck? You guys are costing me to... They would lose to the Dolphins. Oh, they, they would just lose. Lions. They would lose. Tie. I think they tied. Yeah. They tied. Yeah. Lines. There was like just so much they did last year. It was like, oh my God. This year it looked like they had it all together. Then Hop gets hurt. J.J. Watts out. They fall into a slump and it's like, oh shit, is this the team we thought they were last year? And now after beating Dallas, getting J.J. Watt back, going into the playoffs, Kyler Murray's a primetime player. He's on. Hey, he's playing. Hey, he's playing. That's a video gaming team. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You would know nothing about it because you have no idea. Best you would never be able to make it to Fans He's part of that team with Brawny. I mean, you got to be a very good gamer yeah. to get into yeah. that fucking face. He's going to make primetime plays. Every single game's on primetime TV. Kyler Murray was built for the playoffs. Yeah. And I think he knows that. I think we all know that. And he's going to get going. Ain't that right, Ty? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think, I think we need to see a little bit more out of them. They, they Too kind, much Game Boy play. Well, maybe. Right. I mean, yeah, exactly, in a way. But they, they kind of melted at the end of that Cowboys game, too. Like, Cowboys almost came back. Like, I mean, they looked good for most of the game. But I don't know if that... That alone <laughs> makes me feel like they're, you know, one of the top contenders in the NFC. Uh, we got a guy named Shubam in the comment section said that everything we just did about FaZe was cringe. What do you mean? Was that Shubam from Was that Shubam's got circle? no idea about the goddamn FaZe is cringe good like a like a video game term? Nah, well, I think cringe is like, oh, it's so awesome. Yeah, yeah. I think it is actually. Yep. Yeah, cringe, cringe up how cool it is. Cringe oh. up. Yeah, cringe. Fun cringe. Fact, this is the uh, second time that J.J. Watt has come back from a quote-unquote season-ending injury. Oh. Well, and when you think about J.J. Watt, you think, oh, that guy, that guy's Captain America. Yeah. When he was drafted to Houston Texans, they booed him out of Texas. That's right. Man. Everything's bigger in Texas, including those boos for J.J. Watt when he got drafted down there. And I played for the Indianapolis Colts, and I was already in the league when J.J. Watt came into the league. Yeah, I'm ordering him. Am I? Looking. I thought it was 2010. So that's one year after me. Yeah. He's 32 years old. Yeah. Yep. So I, he came into my division. 2011. Okay. J.J. Watt, I was already in the AFC That's South. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'd already been a champion. He came He came into my division. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
What a joke, by the way. I no. should never even act like that, but that is uh, it's true. That is something that did happen. I was already there. He came in. Watching what he did in Houston in the growth and development of, oh, this is fucking J.J. Watt, he became a megastar there. The first time I made the Pro Bowl was probably like his 10th at that time. I get there and my locker's right next to him. And I got a chance to really like actually watch him two times a year grow. And every time we went to Houston, it was always big-time game because it was normally for the division. And you look at it, the AFC South, by the way, the bottom two teams, worst two bottom two teams in any division in football this year yeah, by far two wins four wins i mean they stink down there yeah hey jacksonville and detroit are battling for the number one pick oh, yeah. let's go I mean, the, the AFC South stinks, but it, it used to be us and the Texans were really going. Us and the Texans were really going. And J.J. became a guy who was on every single page of the program. Of the program. <laughs> all the tickets. All the tickets. All the Jumbotron. Everything is around J.J. Turned down for what started playing. Yeah. He became this megastar. So when I met him at the Pro Bowl, I asked him, I'm like, why aren't you just like on? You should be in like every move. It's like, J.J., I think you don't even realize that you are like you know, like the guy. And he's like super cool, super chill, very nice, knew who I was. I think he had followed me on Twitter a little bit, full conversation there. And then like a couple months later, he was jumping onto a box on Jimmy Kimmel and then he was doing like, Mm -hmm. then he became Mm -hmm. the J.J. Watt run. And I think honestly, J.J. hated it. Like, I don't think J.J. loved the entire... I don't think he ever wanted to be, like, super celebrity. I think he literally just enjoys Ball and his brothers and his family and having a good time. But he was in a position where, hey, you can go make probably $100 million if you go do this, this, and this. And I think he really appreciated the fact that he got to go back to Arizona and almost almost start back at day one of proving who the fuck he is to people. I thought he played great football this year whenever he was playing. Played a lot more than a lot of people expected, too. They were expecting him to get hurt a lot earlier. He got hurt later. Later in the season, come back much earlier than we could have ever imagined. Look for him to make some plays. J.J. Watt, you know, that cowboy still got a little left in him, I think. (laughs) And I think it's going to come to fruition, especially because his body hasn't taken really that much of a beating over the last few weeks. Although rehab has stunk and it's terrible and it hurts and he did all that. I think he's going to be back better than ever. Just the mindset of fucking J.J. Watt, I think, is a big one. If we know anything about the Watts, he was itching inside that TJ's getting all these sacks, probably going to get defensive player of the year. No uh, one's at the family dinner. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So JJ oh, needs to come TJ's back. Our guy Thanksgiving. He said, hey, TJ, you had a great regular season playoffs. Mine. Okay. And they do talk shit to each other. Yeah. yeah oh yeah. And Derek, you know, has to be the one that has to say like, Hey, I'm with TJ every day. He, ain't nobody fucking blocking him. Mm-hmm. It used to be like that when we were kids, we used to come to your games. That was cool. Now TJ's there and JJ's like, Oh, is that fucking right? Hops back in that frozen ass lake. It is six degrees outside. Oh, yeah. I'm going to Connecticut tonight. The nearest airport is seven hours away. Yeah, snowy nice. up there. Ten right inches now. of snow up yeah. there. Hopefully they got the plows out. They don't. What are you talking about? Always stays I, up there. The flight to Connecticut, where I'm going, is shorter than the drive is going to take. <laughs> yeah, it's to tough. get to the fucking you ring. gotta be shit. <laughs> I, I found point. that out yesterday. I found that out ye- yesterday. I'm not happy about it. No. I thought, whoa, this is what you fly private for. You land in the arena, I thought. No, no, no. When you land, actually, the, the travel has only begun. I'm like, what the fuck, dude? been telling you about Connecticut for quite some time now. It is is it, it's the smallest state, is it? No, it's no, not it's the smallest, really, but it's the most so difficult by far. Rhode Island. Yeah, yeah Rhode Island. Oh, mm-hmm. that's up in there. Don't that's, question. Yeah, it's right next to it. I think I'm landing there. Oh, oh you're landing, uh, I think, a little more in the center, and then you're basically driving to Rhode Island from Connecticut. It's going to be a tough to drive you. Huh? Get Danny Boy to drive you. Oh, yeah. Get there in 15 minutes. Yeah. I appreciate Danny Boy, yeah. but I am somebody that gets car sick. It sounds like old hustle hearts. Lebanon D, 
his new nickname on mm-hmm. Instagram. I think his driving style would make me puke immediately. Yeah. I heard he has chains on his tires already. Well, so I, better. Well, see, that's what I'm wondering about the uh, the car I'm getting up there. Yeah, mm-hmm. bags staying in the trunk. Hell yeah. I thought he was talking about Orlovsky. Danny boy Orlovsky oh, driving shit. me wow. from Connecticut. Anyways, JJ Watt says, I'm getting in the lake. I'm getting the body all the way back. New life in Arizona. I'm retiring here at the end of this whole thing. Let's go and get it. That is massive, massive news. Let's move around the NFL a little bit. Russell Wilson says he plans on winning our Super Bowl here mm. in Seattle. Oh, yeah. We have okay. the cl- yeah. Hey, Russell Wilson says he's staying in Seattle. Here. Would like to stay in Seattle. Greg Bell at G Bell Seattle says, Russell Wilson on Seattle Seahawks future. My plan is to win Super Bowls and my plan is to win them here. It's that simple. I believe we have the video. Do we have the video as well? Or only... uh, I didn't see a video. Oh, just a quote. Okay, there was somebody that uh, had a cell phone recording of the video. The quality wasn't as fantastic, but I believed him. Really? Hey, I believed uh. old Russell Wilson. Why would Russell Wilson, former Walter Payton man, reigning Walter Payton Man of the Year, lie about how he feels about Seattle, especially with the relationship that he has? Although many things have indicated that it feels like Russell Wilson's probably on his way out of Seattle. He's going to go do something else. And Pete Carroll said, we ain't doing a rebuild. We have the essence here. Does that mean he He's just wants a new. He's going to just get a new quarterback. It'll be interesting to see how the offseason plays out because last offseason, pretty, pretty, pretty dramatic. Yeah. Here's the video of Russell Wilson talking about his future with Seattle. For me, uh, you know, I think what I'm really super passionate about, obviously, you know, my goal is to win more Super Bowls, and um, you know, my plan is to win them here. You know, it's, it's that simple. You know, I think that's, uh, and so that that's you know, there, there's nothing really else other than, other than that. So that's it. For me, wow. his plan is to win it right here. Oh, yeah. Discussion. Did I'm you, sorry uh, I thought otherwise. It didn't sound truthful. I mean, this is... You don't know Russ. You don't know Russ. Me? I don't know Russ. You don't know Russ? I've been studying the guy for the last, what, five days now, ever since he tweeted Pittsburgh and said, hey, I want to come here. Play it again. Watch his eyes. We're passionate about, obviously. For me, uh, you know, I think what I'm really super passionate about, obviously... You know, my goal is to win more Super Bowls. True. And, um, and my plan is to win them here. Uh, oh, you know, see, where's it's, it's that simple, you know. Run that back one more time. Run that back one more time. He's looking down to the right. For me, you know, I think what oh, I'm really is. super passionate about, obviously, you know, my goal is to win more Super Bowls. And um, my plan is to oh. win them here. You know, it's, it's that simple, you know. I think that's... What uh, do they say? So that, your that, eyes you know, there's, there's a- venture towards your strong arm mm-hmm. when trying to create. No, there's some sort of brain. Right side of your brain, left side of your brain. This Creative is a real thing. I've seen factual. this in a documentary. Sometimes whenever people are in there, they think that they're, they're either creating the story or they're retelling the story, whatever it is. I am not that expert. I would not claim to be. Why would he say that if he knew he was going to be gone in a week? Or why, why, why would he even? You know, I feel like Russell Wilson, pretty intelligent human, calculated human being. If this is all going to happen in the offseason, which is very soon. Oh, yeah, boy. week 18 is just a couple of days away. I, I hate Son to break it. Bitch. Regular, a lot of football teams aren't playing football anymore until next year. Nope. Good season, Foxy. We have 17 more strains of COVID before the, the, some of these teams oh, yeah. will play football. 17, at least 17. Well, you heard about that French one? I, oh, yeah. I, I hate you. I, I hate you. Is that what it is? Yeah. That's what it's called. 46. Well, listen, I'm hoping Omicron finds I hate you and says, listen up, fucking punk. Yeah. I'm the one around here. And then, my is the, that's like Tyson at the end of, yeah, that's the, yeah, that's what, that's what Florona is. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Final just, we're just we're kind of going through them all. <laughs> yep. And then Florona is the final. Yeah. 
Oh, wow. So, so this is the Florona here. Okay. okay. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. this is actually Mike Tyson, but for the good yeah. of the metaphor. Yeah. This is Florona. Okay. The big doofuses you fought earlier. Uh-huh. Yep. Okay. Not the Ridge. The Ridge is not in the game. No, no, this no. is all just a remake Too of. strong. The mm-hmm. Ridge is the actual the founder uh, in life. And then this is a video game of the life. All the other doofuses that you would knock out and punch shit out of, you right. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That was the uh, Delta. Right. Okay. That was the Omnicron. Right. That was IHU. Right. This is the Florona here. Uh, mm-hmm. So let's remember to conserve energy. Yep. Let's remember to attack properly. And let's remember you might get your fucking ass beat. Okay. <laughs> That's something Possible. that has to be thought about. Absolutely. What is the IHU all about? Is that real? Yeah. Because we're ahead of Omicron. IHU hasn't been added to the list. Omicron is still the last one that was added to the CDC list. So is this is IHU the one that IAN was talking about potentially making the NFL have to deal with COVID next season? Is this it, what people are referring to? It hasn't been added to the CDC yet because IHU hasn't made it to the U.S. yet. Oh, oh. so it's in the French CDC yes. probably though, okay. which is uh, F- say they say. Okay. That's right. So the say they Whoa. say over there in all France, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> probably has the A B C D U F J H E E H. Ooh, mm-hmm. it's probably over there in France. I did, right? You're from Canada. You have to know French. Absolutely. Thank you. I felt Spot good on. about that. Thank you. But anyways, um, <laughs> the Florona will fucking get you. Absolutely. Combination. That's like a super COVID. Um, okay, so let's bounce around the NFL. There's some breaking news. Zito oh. just came into my ear. There are a couple of people out because of COVID. Jenna Lane, oh, ESPN. No. Bruce Arian said Shaq Barrett is out for Sunday, and he said it's because of COVID-19. What day is it? Friday. So that means that this had to be self-reported symptoms because mm-hmm. they're testing on Mondays and Tuesdays. Yep. There is a five-day um, stint that you have to do if you're non-vaccinated. If you are vaccinated, you can get out earlier by testing negatively. Shaq Barrett must have self-reported his symptoms. So shout out to, Sha- shout out to Shaq. Thank you, Thank Shaq. you Shaq. Looking out for his teammates. Yeah. And did that I'm come like, from Ava Louise? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Connecting dots here. Well, well, well. How are we not supposed to talk about the OnlyFans model who licked the toilet, infiltrated the Super Bowl champions hotel, and now Shaquille Barrett is out with the same thing she got. I'd Come on. S- I'd say that Antonio was actually looking out for the Bucks because it's much better to get Corona this week, week 18, than it is week one of the playoffs. I was thinking maybe that's why he was not in that huddle at the beginning of the game oh, with the videos because he was socially distancing. Hey, I was with. Everybody saw me. Everybody sure. knows who I was with. There is a chance little booty. she had cut a <laughs> Oh, Are we sure she wasn't there to treat his ankle? Maybe. I'm not Possible. sure. Patch Adams had uh, said laughing was the best way to cure things. I'm not sure what Dr. Ava Louise's uh, uh, favorite method of healing ankle injuries is. He said he had a bulging bone in his ankle. Well, that wasn't the you. only bulge. Whoa, whoa. Yeah. You heal the ankle by inhaling the Tootsie Roll. <laughs> I think on, that's God. what happened. We all know it. We can stop dancing around it. That's uh, modern medicine. How did she get in? That is the. My, I don't know. That is. She scaled the fucking side of the building. Uh, he had a picture with one of the security yeah. guys on his oh, Instagram. No. I wonder if he was his inside man. Yeah. So when I was in jail, okay, for uh, allegedly swimming in the creek, right? Mm-hmm. That was deemed a canal. <laughs> I was trying to pay off the guy that threw in the bologna sandwich. To my, mm-hmm. with the vanilla wafer cream things. Yeah. <laughs> you know, threw the sandwich in, threw the little cookies in, 
What is it? It's supposed to be bologna, he said. So if it's supposed to be a fake meat, what the fuck does that mean? Like, it's supposed to be a meat that isn't even a real meat. How, how am I even supposed to understand that? Then there's some, I even, like, presented the case quickly, like, hey, anybody can give me anything else? Door shut. Mm-hmm. But I do believe anytime you watch Locked Up or any type of jail documentary, it is always the guard who gets compromised. Yep. It is always the guard who's getting paid $4,000 a year okay. uh, in the middle of getting spit on, pissed on, yeah. and jumped that potentially could be compromised by a high-level person in the jail says, hey, you like getting pissed on and spit on and almost jumped every single day of your life? No. no. Okay. I'll protect you. You just bring me in some goddamn, listen, I need a phone. I need this. I need this. That's always what it is. I'd assume at the hotel security, same thing. Hey, how you doing, man? Hey, you see that girl look at the toilet seat? Yeah. Little booties walk on? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Need her in here later. Maybe that is the case. Maybe that is the case. But in the NFL, I find it very difficult that that person could be compromised that quickly. They're only in and out one day, one night. But this is Antonio Brown we're talking about, Mr. Big Chest, dude. We're talking about what's up? Well, I, I mean, is it really that yeah. simple? Or is it just, hey, she'll suck you off too? Oh, Jesus. I don't even think it was that much. She probably just flashed a nipple. Get out of town. Where, hey, where's your where's your badge? Why right don't you here. guys have any respect for these people that are in these positions of security? Well, yeah. how else did she get in then? You said, I mean, this is the defending Super Bowl champion. Tom, Tom Brady, Brady is in room that. Room 615. He's, he's in that hallway. That's great. Tom Brady also might be in a super suite. Yeah, true. There was a couple guys on the team that got much nicer rooms. Uh, I remember Vinatieri had this fucking penthouse suite oh. with two bedrooms and this whole thing. And I was staying in a room that I could literally touch wall to wall with, I guess, <laughs> in the city. The great city of since a fucking natty. I was in a room, I guess, Kobe Fleener came into my room. He could touch wall to wall, hand to foot. And then on both sides, I was literally in a closet. Shout out to whoever put me in there at the Colts. I fucking hate you, too. But uh, the... Uh, Honestly, I don't know who did that. Kind of fucked up. It was the worst room in there. I go up to Vinatieri. He had he had a living room. He had mm-hmm. a living room, two things. I was like, can I sleep in your living room? He's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> and he comes out of my room. Oh, my God. This is the worst room I've ever seen. I'm like, thank you. So maybe Tom has a penthouse. Maybe Antonio Brown has a nice room, too. You're talking yeah. about yeah. you know, one of the greatest yeah. football players of all time. There is Izzy a Hall of Famer conversations happening everywhere. There's a lot of people that are going to say yes because of his on-field actions. But I can't wait to hear what old Pornhub Arcouche has to oh. say about it. Antonio Brown. Well, Lombardi yesterday. I mean, if they haven't put the guy in who created the forward pass, you can't be putting in Antonio Brown before him. He was not happy about all that. He had a list, by the way. He was like, I I got time for this. I got time for this. Mm -hmm. Those football, those super football heads. And John Madden, he said it was 26 years. I thought it was 28 years. Him saying that, oh, there's some people that don't like me. I, I didn't know that was the case after watching it. Honestly, I thought everybody liked him. So I guess some of the people just didn't respect his coaching abilities because he didn't coach long enough because in the NFL, it's all about coaching long. For instance, Darius Butler. He put out his uh, special teams, Mount Rushmore. He had uh, Tasker, Hester, Vinatieri, and, and Slater, who is an absolute stud up there in New England. So I gave him, uh, you know, a nice oh, gift. Oh, real nice oh. to you. But we both understood that, like, you have to play for, like, 45 years, basically, to be in those types of conversations. And that is kind of why I would assume some people held John Madden and not Hall of Fame regards. And, but those people just holding on to that forever and ever mm-hmm. and ever and refusing to change and have any conversation to other people that have coached for long and be like, no, no, this guy actually helped us out. He helped the game out. We actually like this guy. It's interesting. That MVP process that got exposed this week, will be in the uh, um, the Hall of Fame process is going to get talked about a lot. The guy 
that pitches for the Colts. His name is Mike Chap. Uh, Mike Chapel. Chap. He's a good guy. Been around the Colts for a long, 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 long time. He's the one that pitches Reggie and mm-hmm. Edge and and Peyton and everything like that. I'm not sure he thinks I'm anywhere near uh, a good player. He didn't have me as like even the best punter in Colts history or whatever. Oh. Whenever he put out a list in that whole thing. And I'm not saying I would ever be up for the Hall of Fame conversation, but those people now hold a lot of power in those locker rooms on how people have to act. And tra- I mean, it's just a very it's an interesting i love chap i love i'm not saying he's not a good guy but in my eyes it's like how do you know who has the best interest for the hall of fame as opposed to their best interest i guess that's why it's all kind of fucked i don't know well and some of these guys who have slipped through the cracks now and are dead or you know and they can't really ever refute or like make their case or anything like that you know like they have the legacy award i always think like those guys who are still on the ballot or dead it's like oh they're like if they haven't got in to this point, like these guys are never going to get in, and it just it doesn't matter because it's the Who's same. Who's old buddy for the Cowboys? Drew Pearson. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I get so bought every year. Every year there for a while, they were getting, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. like excited for it. Oh, this is the year, and then it didn't happen. Oh, yeah. That stuff. That's like in the. Uh, and by the way, I am not saying that I should ever be in a Hall of Fame conversation. I'm just talking about Chapel's personal opinions on our team, let alone that projecting on the rest of the NFL and who should be that whole thing. And he's the one that holds that vote. I'm not. I'm not saying that at all, and I like Chapel too. I'm just directly talking yeah. from my uh, point of view in there. But that Pearson thing is almost like when you're in the "Are you the greatest of all time?" conversation. Yeah, you get so good that they don't no longer compliment you. Mm-hmm. you you're as you're rising up. Oh, this is the guy. This is the guy. He's good. He's good. But then once you get to a level. They don't ever talk. It's assumed that you're good. Yeah. You know, like, for instance, before Aaron Rodgers Tuesday, all Aaron Rodgers got was buried by people. There was no people talking about how good he was. It was always, yeah, he's good. He's Aaron Rodgers. He's good at football. But it's always the drama, everything happening around his life. If he has a bad game, he gets buried. There wasn't, like, any somebody on there going, yeah, but also he had uh, two interceptions for 30. There was, that conversation kind of got left behind because it was assumed that he was good. When you get into those greatest of all time conversations, oh, this is just you getting nitpicked, basically, on why you're not the greatest of all time. That's like for those Hall of Fame guys, if you're on the ballot, like for instance, A.J. Hawk has, I guess, never even been talked about. He's all-time leading tackler for the Green Bay Packers, a Super Bowl champion, a legend of a human. He had a birthday yesterday, and he would never say this. I don't even think he's ever been up in conversation or ever pushed for the conversation but once you get in that conversation every single year you're setting yourself up basically to get nitpicked on why you you shouldn't go in yeah like like drew pearson almost that entire run the amount of years where he got like pumped up and by the way put him in i'm i am not saying that i should be a voter either i don't know shit about fuck on who should go in from anybody that played before i started paying attention to nfl football when i was like 10 years old 11 years old he's in he's in now oh he got it good but for a long time when those people were in there it's just like every year you're just getting told why you shouldn't go in it's like do you even want to be a part of that i wonder well and it goes back to the voting too like aj i don't think he'd ever you know argue that he should be a hall of famer but like he never made it to a pro bowl you know and he was it erlacher was in his division like it I mean, if, if that's like what you. Base- By the way, we're not saying AJ Hawks going to. No, no, no. We're exactly. not sure. We're just telling you, like, at some point, AJ's name 
will probably get brought up. And when AJ's name gets brought up for this historic award, instead of talking about all the things he did good, that conversation will be 90% on why he doesn't deserve to be in with all these people. And, and it's it like, seems like, fucked up. It seems it. like the first thing they do do is go, well, how many Pro Bowls did this guy make? How many how many times was he an All-Pro? Like, and the, the All-Pro is controlled by the same people that are voting for the MVP that we just heard about. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So it's... So it's like more. Ed Bouchette, I think, has uh, a Hall of Fame vote for the Steelers because he's the beat writer for the Steelers for years. And I'm pretty sure Antonio Brown got in his face one time, and called him a crusty old clown because they had a dis- disagreement about something. So oh, you crusty old clown. I don't know if Ed's <laughs> voting for Antonio no matter what. But that's that's kind of the what we're all talking about here, I think, and that's what Lombardi laid into because he had what a list of like five, six oh, yeah. guys, mm-hmm. few, some coaches, and even for guys like Drew Pearson, like I didn't grow up watching Drew Pearson, so I only know him as the guy that never got <laughs> into the Hall of Fame yeah. and was super upset every single year that he didn't get in, instead of like the unbelievable wide receiver. The why the reason he's in the yeah, conversation yeah, exactly. It's like I it's kind of fucked up. We can change that, can't we? I hope, but we could change that. I think we can have conversations that are a little bit more positive about these. Hey, LeBron James is really good at basketball. Very good at basketball. He should be in the Hall of Fame. Michael Jordan, he should be in the Hall of Fame. Michael Jordan, really good at basketball. Yeah. One of the best. All right, LeBron. let's move on. How about it? John, See? this was it. See, right there. What do you mean? Yeah. That's, That's exactly the problem. what we're talking That's about. That's the problem. That's the problem. That's the problem. You got to change problem. that, Zeke. See, his problem. That's you problem. can't get off of MJ's Tootsie Rolls and not yeah. to put a compliment. <laughs> yeah. It's way bigger than LeBron's Tootsie Roll. <laughs> oh, Come on. Come on. Sorry. John Stockton was really good at basketball, too. He's in the Hall of Fame. Is he? Nobody's oh, yeah. on Stockton's Tootsie Roll, by the way. There ain't nobody, nobody going to bat for Stockton ever in any <laughs> conversation. I'm talking about. It's Jesus. Uh, let's go to Danzy's power rankings. We have to break this down. We have to before, you know, we wrap up the week because this is a massive ordeal going into the last week because now we're going to see exactly how it how it pans out. Yeah. Right Now it's time to see the power rankings projection. Uh, how What percentage is he batting? You know, when uh, Mel Kuyper, Todd McShay, mm-hmm. all these college football analysts try to do the draft thing and they get like the first three right or something that the whole world kind of mm-hmm. gets right. And then they bat a thousand. Or zero. Right. It's not talked about. Let's just move along. Yeah. Danzu said in this last one, I want everybody to judge me on how the next couple weeks play out. Mm-hmm. Danzu said, I'm the authority on ranking uh-huh. Hell yeah. from the NFL. I am employed by the NFL. And I know my co-host, Matt Money Smith, came out and said, I'm paid fifty to $75,000. I'm paid a little bit more than that. That's mm-hmm. right. 85. To, to be... A little bit, a little more, bit than more than that, that. I think. Uh, oh. California. He lives Come on. Out. I know. Yeah. I thought that's what he... He's got a nice setup, too. Yeah, he has good camera. Well, the NFL might give him because he is the authority, so maybe he has no expenses because he probably goes to eats places. They go, holy shit, Dan Zeus, you don't have to eat anything. It's like when you're the president. You get paid absolute shit, but you're also not paying for anything ever for the rest of your life. That's Uh right. And you could also potentially dabble in other side projects. Sure. (laughs) Sure. I think we've all learned about him over the years. Anyways, Danzu's doesn't have to pay for a thing. He no. knows that because this ranking is going to hold up with how the playoffs look next week. Packers at one. Congrats, yes. dude. Wow. Let's go. Thank you, Dan Zeus. Rams at two. They just have been stealing wins. Matthew Stafford has not played well at all. They're still winning. Is that why Dan Zeus says, you know, this team, if Matthew Stafford could stop turning the ball over five times in 50 throws, this team will really go. Because they're winning games that they should not win games late in the season. Everybody else seems to be doing their job and humming, except for Matthew Stafford. Can Matthew Stafford uh, restore to form? Mm -hmm. Former glory. 
Yeah. Is that right? There was mm-hmm. no, there yeah. was no former former glory. There well, was earlier this there year. Was. Tony, there was. What are you talking about? His first throw, I think, MVP. Was a deep ball. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think his first throw. Yeah. Anyways, he thinks that they're going to get back in there. The Bucks at three, but oh, whoa, whoa. Hey. Is this pre or post COVID licking toilet OnlyFans model sneaking in Tom Brady's neighbor's room? I think it's pre. pre. Yeah. Chiefs at four. Congrats to the Chiefs. Nice job, Kansas City. Hey, congratulations. Top four. Top Good four. Job. Bengals at five. Holy wow. shit, dude. Good for the Bengals. They're resting a couple players this weekend. So let's assume they're not going to perform as great as they have over the last few weeks. Uh, Joey Burrow has thrown for like 1,000 yards over the last two weeks of football. Yeah, nine touchdowns. He is very, very, very hot right now, as are the entire Bengals squad. Will they be able to beat either the Colts? Hmm. Or the Patriots. Yep. Next weekend in Super Wild Card Weekend. Also, same game parlay holiday at FanDuel Weekend. Six Bills. Shout out to Bills and Bills Mafia. You can bet on the Bills this weekend. Yeah. Six. Titans. Home field advantage currently in the AFC uh-huh. at seven. Oh. Whoa. Whoa. Oh, disrespectful. Dan just openly admitted that the Titans fans hate him the most. They yep. are the most. Maybe it's because you don't like the Titans fans, Dan Zeus. Maybe it's because you have no respect for the fact that the most physical team wins, like Coach Vrabel said mm-hmm. in the post-game press or locker room. You don't respect that. They lost their, their offense in Derrick Henry. Julio Jones hasn't done a damn thing. And all Vrabes is gone. He's put on his, his boxing gloves, mm-hmm. put on his chest plate, and go to work with the boys and win some games. They're currently home field advantage through the playoffs. That hasn't happened in forever, I think. Though. Yeah. yeah. I was down there for uh, Pittsburgh Steelers, Tennessee Titans, when uh, Nedney, I think, uh, uh, kicked a game winner, uh, but he he missed. He flopped, got another kick, hit, sent it to overtime, or wow. won the game, I think. It was when I was there for punt, pass, and kick. I got booed out of the stadium as a 14-year-old. Mm-hmm. Come on. Booed out of the stadium, punt, pass, and kick, national champion, 14, 15-year-olds, representing the Pittsburgh Steelers, Patrick McAfee. Boo! Boot out. It's on record. Go check the film. It is there. Titans are an awesome group of fans. Can't believe they are down at seven. I, I bet you they feel very disrespectful. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Patriots at eight. That team's uh, been hot. Mac Jones and Bill Belichick on a sideline. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. We'll see how that pans out. Cardinals at nine. They get J.J. Watt back. Wow. Cowboys, who just lost to the nine-seed Cardinals last week, and have kind of been hit or miss. Their time management is something that should be alarming to a lot of people, but I'm excited for these ten teams. Right. The Colts I assume are at 12, 11. Yeah, they're right there. Somewhere in there. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, Jonathan Taylor could potentially just run a gangbang on the Dan Zeus uh-huh. power rankings through the next few weeks. It's possible. Uh, but we shall find out. And I will have to pick every single game of this Week 18 season in which we know nothing about. Nope. No. Will somebody who has a 15-point spread be up 28 in the third and start resting their players because playoffs are coming up. And then all of a sudden in the fourth quarter, the other team who has no tomorrow and does not matter what happens goes on a little bit of a run, and they automatically cover down to 14 somehow. Probably. These are things that could happen. This is Backdoor City this this weekend. Uh, and welcome New York to the FanDuel 
family this weekend. Uh, AJ, we're getting more information out of the toilet licking OnlyFans model who has tested positive for COVID two days after or three days after her encounter with Antonio Brown in Antonio Brown's hotel room. Antonio Brown's hotel room, 611 is what the reports were saying. 611. Anybody that's ever been in a hotel knows that's the sixth floor, 11th room of hotel. 11 in the odd hotels are on one side. The even numbers are on the other side. Classic hotel. Mm-hmm. Ava Louise, the toilet licking OnlyFans model who recorded a porn with Antonio Brown the night before he left the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, is now talking to <laughs> Carton and Dash. Carton and Roberts. Carton and Roberts, uh, New York City morning show. Yeah, believe it's on the fan. Yep. Shout out to them for getting this information from Ava Louise. Ava Louise went on a three and a half minute run about how she got in there. Basically, I was drunk. I saw a bunch of people get on an elevator. I walked on the elevator. I got off on the sixth floor, walked in Tanya Brown's room, fucked him, slept there, walked out. Ava Louise is a fucking gangster, <laughs> and the security people that were hired there are terrible at their jobs. Yep. It can't be as easy as that, AJ. No. She way. rode the elevator. Like, how did she ride the elevator? Like, those elevators, you know, like, teams usually take over at least one whole floor, and it's all football players. There's not random people usually on the floor with any players. Ava says she was all boozed up, and she's, where are we going? I got to get to 611. <laughs> That's awesome. And tell you, Brian, can you push six for me? Yeah, Just yeah. act like you belong. It's a prime example. Just act yep. as if. Act like you belong. To- you should be there. Yeah, she just walked right on down into Antonio Brown's room, and then she just walked out in the morning. And I wonder if it was probably the same security guy. You're not part of the team? Why are you leaving? Nobody else is leaving right now. What are you doing? Man? What are you doing? What if she had, like, a, a Tampa Bay, uh, like, pullover on? She's like, oh, yeah, I'm assistant coach. Team physician. Yeah, I guess. I mean, this Chiropractor. is – Chiropractor. Hey, this is alarming, though. Masseuse. For the Buccaneers organization. Like, what the fuck is there's, going on? Now there's other people, like whoever was working security at the hotel has that answer for it. Like, there's going to be a lot of – this affects a lot of people. What the fuck is going on in Tampa? Yeah. And how often does this happen? It's week 17. Now, I'm telling you, and people are going to think this is something that happens on a regular basis, especially with Ava. Just, ah, just walked in, said, hey, how you doing? Just yeah. walked right on down there. This is not something that I've heard of happening often. Now, it has – I think there has been a couple, you know, pucks that have slipped through the cracks sure. or has made their way in by either a distraction ploy by a fellow teammate to sneak in a door or up the stairs or whatever. There has been play- – this is not like a normal thing to happen on a regular basis. Guys get other hotel rooms in the hotel. They get other – maybe hotels close they get rooms and stuff like that. This is not some. Tom Brady is right – Tom Brady, maybe 613. Yeah. Yeah, right there. It's crazy. I never, I know, I never even had like a, a family member on the team floor. I'd always meet you, meet him in the lobby. Like, no one had anybody that wasn't on the team on the floor. The team floor was like actually really nice because it was, unless there was a good dice game going on, which you have to stop by or whatever, poke your head in. How's it going over here? Ah, 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 a lot of that. Mm-hmm. But normally it was just like almost a secluded, it was like a secluded area. It was just yeah. completely secluded and kind of all by itself and quiet normally immediately upon the curfew. And uh, you know, it sounds like there was some uh, there was some knocking going on at six eleven. Making pornos. So was she released that porn? Yeah, it'd probably be a PPV on her OnlyFans. Yeah. Probably see it available for fourteen ninety nine. I did some, re- upcoming. I did some research. It is uh, free to subscribe to her OnlyFans. So then she'll probably do the PPV. 
Wow. Gotcha. I don't understand what? the OnlyFans. How's that work? Yeah, what? I don't understand the Get them in free, then gotcha them. Oh, so it's no cover at the door, but yeah. we will charge you for drinks. Boom. Got it. Classic strip club. Yeah. Smart. Classic. Is this her? Is her profession an, an OnlyFans model? She's, she's, she's got an MBA from Rutgers because yeah. she did school. Yeah. Yep. She's and. Let's go against the spread. Let's do it. It's time. In what, Ty? In. In. Pull, will somebody pull up the... So we haven't shown you or anybody that's watched why we have said that for an hour and 40 minutes. His first message, one of his first messages to her is, you school, S-K-O-O-L, as if school like a thing, and then in. Because he... And he didn't even put the asterisk, so instead of you in school, it is literally you school... <laughs> and there's a lot of dramatic question marks that happen. He has like his own language. This is awesome. It's like Cam Newton. But also, he has his own language. It is awesome. It was obviously successful for him <laughs> with Ava. But then his entire, you know, statement yeah. that came out. Yeah. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. This That's guy not the same AB. This guy in schooling. <laughs> All right, let's pick against the spread here, shall we, AJ? Let's do this. Week 18 yes. matchups. They start on Saturday. Here we, here we, we go, got boys. Saturday NFL football. The Chiefs take on the Broncos. Denver at home getting 11 points. What do the Chiefs have on the line here if they get a big-time win? The Chiefs can go from 2 to 1 if the Titans to lose, and that's it. So there is. that's not that's it. Potential home field advantage throughout the AFC for the entire playoffs. Rather large deal. Now, will they potentially rest if they get up a bunch in the third or fourth quarter and secure the win? Will they take out the Lamborghinis and Ferraris they got on the offensive side of the ball? Or will they continue to bury the Broncos like Patrick Mahomes has done literally his entire career, his first start in the NFL, a Week 17 game against the Broncos when the Chiefs are already in the playoffs? He does well gets the win they say we're moving on who do you have aj hawk so this game is on saturday so this is before the titans game i think the chiefs know that they want to win and try to get home field hopefully they want the titans to lose somehow so i'll take chiefs minus 11 give me the chiefs as well cowboys eagles eagles getting four and a half at home why is that they have a bunch of COVID issues uh they can't do anything really with their seating or anything like that so it doesn't seem like they're going to play anybody really but are they dogs or cats bingo are they dogs or cats all hands on deck situation whoever is available will be ready to go we are going to try win this football game is Jalen hurts playing yeah Give me the Eagles at home plus four and a half. Who do you got, AJ? I actually don't know if Jalen's playing. <laughs> All right, you got Eagles. I'll take Cowboys. No, 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 no. Coach just told me something. Cowboys also have COVID problem. Mike is not playing. Tyron Smith's not playing. They have some guys out there. I got the Eagles plus four and a half. I'll stick with it depending upon who's playing, but uh, we've come too far. Packers, Lions, one o'clock matchup. Uh, Packers, Aaron has told us he is. There's been mixed reports, I guess. Yeah. There's been a lot of conversation. You talked to uh, Peyton Manning about it on Monday Night Manning. Uh, there's been a lot of uh, speculation on this show amongst coaches, ex-coaches, front office people. They already got the number one seed throughout the entire NFC. They're at home. They've made back-to-back -back NFC championship games. They're flying around. Will they rest everybody, try to get everybody as healthy as possible for the second round of the playoffs? AJ, your thoughts? So, it, the Lions, is it Timmy Boyle starting at quarterback? Goff is going to be back. back. Goff's back. Man, okay, this is a tough one to pick and because I have no idea how long. We're locked what in at say? the two spot in the draft, too, so I think they're going to try. You're not locked in. Well, we could get the one. I don't think that's going to happen, though. It's only if the Jags. But we won't go any worse than two. Jeez. 
This I is the take, o- I'll take the Packers. This is the only game that has no first half spread on FanDuel. Because they, they have no idea yeah. how long. Yeah. Is Aaron playing the entire game? Is he only playing a part of the game? Is he getting a couple of There's snaps? no way he plays the entire game. There's no yeah, way. there's zero chance of him playing the entire game, which makes me believe... MCDC in the boys. Oh, wow. Big program win. Hey, three and a half is a lot of points, dude. Especially with MC. At home. Tough, tough bar to play. Well, yeah. Is Sheila Ford Hamp giving a speech? Are they putting Calvin Johnson in the ring of honor? Ooh, is, is Kid Rock going to be there? Yeah, he's right, performing. Tell guy. me how right, Bob Ritchie, kid. We don't know if he's going to be there. I don't know if he's I have no idea. Because there ain't nobody going to tell me how to live. Who do you got? Sad, I got the Lions, dude, plus three and a half. Oh, jeez. No, that's a lie. Give me the Packers, <laughs> minus three and a half. What am I even talking about? Okay. What uh, am I I'll even take the, fucking I'll take the talking about? You got the, I got the Lions? Yeah, I'm taking the Lions now. Why? Why no, are you hey, taking the hey, Lions? I have no idea how he long Aaron's going to play. I think it's something. stupid. No. I think it's dumb if Aaron plays more than a quarter. Jordan Love can beat the Lions. So this will be Jordan. We don't know that. I'd, we don't know that. I'd guess that A.J. Dillon will have a you know healthy amount of carries. That's... You don't want to get him hurt going in the playoffs either. Yeah, though. but yeah. Who do you rest? Who do you not rest? That's why Aaron we're... Jones has already been banged up, so I, he's probably not going to play. I, Al Dillon can. So there's no Aaron the... Jones and there's no Aaron Rodgers. Devontae's still playing. Devontae Adams is playing. He said, "If you're scared, go to church." Yeah, exactly. yeah, but is it his decision? Devontae will play as long as Aaron plays. I would assume. Right. I don't think Devontae's right. catching any balls from Jordan Love. If, if they play two drives against the Lions, it's 14 points. Okay, so now we got to exactly. just hope that the next three quarters that the 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 two eleven, yeah, you're right. The I think two eleven points. Yes, the two. But they're, on the defense side of the ball, they're probably resting players as well in Green Bay. The Lions have mm-hmm. won two games. Is Razul Douglas playing or not? Has to. He'll play early, I think. Early. Who are you on? I'm going to take the Lions plus three and a half since you have the Packers. Fuck it, give me the Lions. Let's oh go. no, AJ, haven't you been what? in this situation a million times where you guys played Detroit last week and you don't have to try? Like, what'd you guys do? Beat the well, fuck Flynn, out of him. Flynn would come in and throw for seven thousand yards. Yeah, <laughs> right. yes, yeah. exactly. Jordan Love, dude. Flynn is interesting because he's much different than Jordan Love. Jordan Love, whenever he played earlier, we did not see many good things. Yeah, he looked like shit. But <laughs> Chiefs, tough, you tough know, I'm yeah. in Kansas City. Jordan Love might rush for one twenty. All right, I'll take the Packers. Yeah, yeah. All right, okay. Bears, Vikings, <laughs> Vikings in the Mike Zimmer Super Bowl is how this has been titled by Chuck Pagano, favored by five and a half at home against Justin Fields, Matt Nagy. Matt Justin Fields. Yeah, he positive uh, for COVID yesterday. He's yeah. probably not going to test that. Oh, no. So is the Red Rocket starting? Probably Andrew Dalton. Yeah. Oh, no. Right. It's his Super Bowl, too. This might be his last fucking game. Yeah. Time, yeah. Oh, wow. Prove a game. Against his old head head ball coach, no old no, defensive coordinator. coordinator. And by the way, they're very tight. I think. I think Andy Dalton Zimmer and that entire Bengals team are like very tight, right? Because he uh, lost yeah. his. Andy wife. knows that defense. He does not. <laughs> Zim knows Andy. Go ahead, AJ. Please. I'm taking the Bears. Bring Is Thielen playing? Get your stakes uh, ready. I don't think so. He's on IR two weeks. Get your gout fired up. But Jefferson got some records to break. Dalvin Cook. Some incentives to hit. <laughs> Give me the Vikings, dude. Wow, you sure? Yeah, sending Nagy and Pace out on a fucking L, dude, from the Minnesota Vikings yep. as Mike Bye. Zimmer as Mike Zimmer sails off into the I ain't a head coach anymore sunset. Mm-hmm. The Bears are undefeated in this year. What? They won on Sunday. Oh, in twenty twenty two. Yeah. 
All right, see. Keep that in mind. You're cooking on that one. See you next year. Colts, <laughs> Jags. Is this move from 14 and a half? 15 and a half. Yeah, 15 and a half. This was the one I was potentially talking about when I was uh, dreaming up a scenario on whether or not the team will continue <laughs> to step on the throat of the fight in Urban Myers down there. This is just so many points, but you know what? I got to give the Jags another chance. I'm going to take Jaguars <laughs> plus 14 and a half. Give me the Colts alternate spread minus 19. No, nope, no. Nope. For this, for the good of the record, for the good of the game, give me the 14 and a half. Okay. Jags might win this by 14. Yeah. How? How? Motivated. Trevor, he's playing for the people. He said, hey. He's I, got commercials and stuff. This, the guy's won one game. This is for the clients. He's the got clients, commercials so. and stuff. This is yeah. for the clients. Colts well, Baker had commercials. yeah. Colts haven't won, won a playoff game. Wow. He had those commercials well before he won that playoff game. Trevor Lawrence, by the way, looks like Fabio in that commercial. I don't know if you guys saw oh, yeah. He looks oh, yeah. unbelievable. Oh, yeah. It's my first time I've seen him. Yeah, first time mm -hmm. we've seen him right since the beginning of the year. Because yeah. mm -hmm. Thibaut took his time. Right. And then Urban Meyer fingered his way through the Correct. entire publicity thing. <laughs> yes. And then he got to the point where they were just no longer even a part of conversation. Right. It was actually good to see Trevor Lawrence, I guess, in the Subway commercial. It, yeah. it did look great. They're going to lose by a lot. Did someone say thank you, Jared? No. no. Trevor. What's your like problem? said that. Nobody's saying Jared anymore other than people from Ohio like Pepsi. You hear me? Yeah. <laughs> Let's go to Titans and Texans. Texans getting 10 at home. Titans can lock in home field advantage. They already know what the Chiefs done and did at this point. I like Titans minus 10. Me as well. Let's go Washington. Who's playing quarterback for the Texans? Fuck Doug? Dave Mills, I believe. Schaub. Shobbs nah, picks it king, dude. Washington versus the Giants. A big ol' who gives a fuck bowl in the NFC East. Joe Judge, a man who is the Mara family's Bill Belichick, taking on Ron Rivera in the Washington football team in their last game as the Washington football team. Will they send the WFT brand off in style, or will they not cover somehow against the terrible fighting football Joe Judge Giants. I like the Washington Commodores, as Boomer let us know, at uh, minus seven for this. Admirals, Red Tails, there's a lot mm -hmm. out there. Washington minus seven. Give me the Giants plus seven wow. at home. Steelers, Ravens, four and a half. Ravens favored by. How do you feel? Tyler Huntley's playing quarterback. Steelers got nothing to play for. Ravens do, right? Ravens have a little seating, or no, they can't move. No, Steelers. No, they, they both are the, in the exact same situation. Uh, if they win, oh, yeah, they, they need, the, Jagu they the, need the Jaguars to. Who do you got? I like the Ravens here, minus four and a half. So the Steelers plus four and a half. Dude. I feel like they blew their wad last week, man. That was too much emotional baggage for them to get through. It has moved from three and a half to four and a half. Is that what you're saying, it's Zito? It's at three and a half. Though. Three and a half. It's at three and a half now? Yep. Yeah, yeah, I got Ravens three and a half. Give it a Ravens minus three and a half. The Bengals, oh. Browns, uh, six-point favorites. Browns at home. Baker Mayfield's team has come out and said, hey, we're okay with being traded. We're not, we, we might bring this up, allegedly. Oh, really? Then... Baker Mayfield dunked on those reports. Yes. But those type, Mary Kay Cabot. Mm -hmm. Cabot was then dunked on by Deshaun Kaiser, Brandon Whedon, and I think every single oh, yeah. quarterback that is on that jersey is going to come out of the woodwork and say, like, hey, Baker, we agree this lady is a fucking problem. Yeah. I don't know Mary Kay, but it does feel like she has a bad reputation amongst players, more specifically quarterbacks of the Cleveland Browns. There's been a lot of noise inside that building about Baker Mayfield. There's been a lot of noise outside that building about Baker Mayfield, including us, including his relationship with Stefanski. It has come out 
15 days later that Chubb has rib issues. That's why he wasn't getting the ball as much on Monday Night Football. Allegedly, they said rib injuries, although he was still playing and still getting tackled. So for those plays, his ribs were okay. But for other plays, they weren't. I'm not sure bones are something you can rest. But, hey, that's on somebody else with a bigger brain than me to make the decision. You like the Browns or you like the Bengals playing nobody? I mean, I'll take the Bengals at plus six here. I really, though, this is one I don't know. Give me the Browns. Are you kidding me? You think Baker Mayfield's potential last game with the Browns, they're, last, they're supposed to win the Super Bowl? Baker's not playing. He's on IR. Oh, no. He's getting surgery. Oh, yeah, because they pushed it off until but, they I mean, Joe Burrow's not playing Honestly, either. their backup's better than Baker. So. Oh, yeah, it's Case. Yeah, Case Keenum. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, okay. Case is legit. Case can play. I like the Browns anyways. I like the Browns. Uh, Who's the Bengals' backup? I just turned up the Lindley. volume on my ear thing. Oh, oh, no. I just screamed just... in my ear. I mean, oh, my <laughs> Lord. Got to put that on the back pocket there. Uh, Patriots-Dolphins is the first game of, in the slate here of the 426 games here. 426 games. Patriots-Dolphins. Dolphins stink. They're at home. Last game of the season. Maybe <laughs> the last game of two is run in Miami. No, oh, no. A lot of people no. were saying it. Oh, no, no. The Dolphins not. don't stink, by the way. The Dolphins have become a team that I think we've all appreciated watching. The Patriots uh, favored by six. A lot to play for, AJ. A lot to play for. Yeah, I like the Patriots here. and It's interesting about your theory on Tua. Yeah, if, if Deshaun Watson's available, I could easily see him going to Miami. Yeah, Carolina is going to trade everything for Deshaun Watson. Yeah, but Carolina's fans are chanting fire or roll at basketball games. On Have you heard Deshaun wants to go to Miami, though? Like he really wants to be there? Well, and if Russell is also going to be on the uh, block there, I bet Tapper will go after him, too. Well, yeah, but I don't know if he's going to go to Carolina, right? Nah. Russell and Sierra. Bright Lights, Big City. Yeah, New I'm York. Go to Miami or New York. Shadows of New York. Yeah, the good New point. He'd live in New York, but. Who do you got? You got the Dolphins, you said? No, I'm going to take the Patriots here. All right, I got the Dolphins. Let's go Jets, yeah. Bills, 16, 16 and a half. Thank you, Zompi. 16 and a half. I mean, Jets plus 16 and a half. Yikes. That's a lot of points. I love the Bills, and I think I'm going to have a boost this weekend for the people in New York about the Bills. That's going to be much different than 16 and a half. Mm-hmm. I like the Jets plus 16 and a half as well. They have to win for the division. The Bills do? Yeah. Give me the – if they're up 21, though, in the fourth quarter mm-hmm. – they're going to rest people. I mean, last year, this say, uh, not the same situation, but the, it was Bills versus Dolphins, and they played the entire game and put up like 58 points. Okay, give me the Bills. All right, sweet. I got the Bills. Thank you for that, Connor. Uh, Panthers, Bucks. What is that? Eight or six? Eight. Eight at home. I like the Bucks minus eight. Me too. You kind of like a, a nice little bunker mentality with this whole Antonio Brown situation. They might be tighter than ever. I like the Bucks. Saints, Falcons. Saints uh, minus three and a half for me. I like it. Seahawks, Cardinals, six and a half. Cardinals favored by six and a half at home. Is this Russell Wilson's last game as a Seattle Seahawk? He said he doesn't want it to be. He said he wants to be a Seahawk and win a bunch of Super Bowls with them. Mm -hmm. That's what he said. I heard him say it. Literally, I heard him say it. I like Cardinals minus six and a half here then. Me too. Let's get back. J.J. Watts back on the sideline. I don't know if he's playing, but he's all the way back. Niners, Rams, four-point favorites. Rams? Uh, Rams minus four. Give me the Niners plus four and Chargers Raiders Sunday night football for a playoff spot. Chargers minus three. Me as well. We'll see you manana. Cheers. Uh, we just ran up the, the series. Well, actually, we won't see them more. 
Oh, so, yeah. no. <laughs> See you well, on Monday. They get it. They See get you it. on Monday. Hey, we did well there, AJ. Yeah. We did well. I mean, yeah, good luck. Who knows what those games are going to look like? I feel good about my slate. I feel really good yeah, about this. I feel very good about mine. I'm I just think, saying, I don't know. There's going to be a lot of chaotic no, moments. No, I don't feel good about yours. I feel good about mine. Good. Well, I'm well, glad you feel yeah. good about it. You can't hey, feel we, good about AJ. He took the freaking Lions. He did. And he also took yeah. um, the Jets. Yes. What a joke. He took the Lions and the Jets. Yeah. Can't have it. What a fool. The Lions are one of the best teams against the spread this season. We understand that you guys backdoor and ruin people's bets because you guys have a lot of fight in your non-kneecaps. But this is week 18. Those cars are already loaded. Yeah. Th- those, those hotels are already checked out of. <laughs> MCDC's on his way out of town to drink coffee somewhere else. Mm-hmm. You know, deuce, he, deuce. He's waking up on Monday, deuce, <laughs> yeah, deuce, right. on Monday morning somewhere else. Let's have a reset, see if we can get back in there. I do believe... The Lions, though, who potentially could, I guess, get the number one overall pick if they win or they lose and the Jags beat the Colts somehow in a game that the Colts have to win, although the Colts have not won in their last six away games against the Jaguars. The Lions could get the number one overall pick. Yep. I don't think they care. I think they're happy at two, and they have a good culture going over there. Yeah. yeah, I think we are easily the best worst team in the NFL. I agree. I'd agree with that. Yeah. Well, well be, who would it be? It'd be you, the Jags. The Jets, Texans, the Coach Dave's done a hell of a job this year. I'll what? give them a little credit. I'll give them a little. Doug credit. Mills, the Texans, Brandon Cooks. Come on, who else stinks? The Panthers kind of stink, right? Panthers stink. Stink. They were they were three and one. Falcons. Bears stink. Bears. You remember Not Sam Darnold was all the way back. Yeah. You remember that? Mm-hmm. We'll do that next week. We'll do a lot of oh shit. Do you remember? Because the season will be completely. Who were the Lions? Two wins. The Cardinals, Cardinals and the Vikings. Yep. Oh, wow. Nice. We got Black Monday coming up, too. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, my God. Overreaction Monday is just going to be a <clears throat> sob song. Oh, yeah. All right. I just learned that I we do have to fly. I have to fly out earlier than expected because of yeah. this is a fucking joke. I am not happy about this. I have no idea. Son of a hey, bitch. Great season by you two picking the spread every yeah. single hey, Friday. Well done, oh, yeah. well done gentlemen. Yeah. Good work. Thank you. You know, we don't normally we don't normally have any segments that happen over and over again, mostly because we get bored of stuff. Sure. Yes. But the entire slate, you can't get bored because there's so many storylines evolving in every single game. Mm-hmm. Every single game is a story in of itself, and we get to dive into that whenever we pick against the spread. It's been an honor, AJ, to do this alongside you. Hey, Great work, boys. Likewise, man. It's been an honor. I think in the offseason, maybe we'll make picks on like uh, college basketball or maybe hockey, some other stuff. Yeah, XFL. I mean, uh, definitely on hockey because we heard yesterday from John Sheeran, the head odds maker for FanDuel. He said that is where they are the worst at. So... <laughs> Thank you, John. We will be diving into hockey as soon as this season is over. (laughs) So sorry to interrupt, but I want to let you know that if you're not gambling with FanDuel, you're wrong. Okay, FanDuel Sportsbook is available in uh, seven states, I believe, at this point. Uh, Six, seven, eight. You get it. If you're not gambling with FanDuel Sportsbook, though, you're completely wrong. And if we're not in your state yet, we are coming to your state. We have better odds. We have a much easier-to-use app. The convenience is next level. The people at FanDuel actually refund people when they shouldn't refund people, giving back hundreds of millions and millions of dollars to their users users FanDuel Sportsbook is the best sports book going for a lot of reasons most of them what I just said uh, we are very thankful for our partnership with FanDuel obviously there are so many different ways to win there's more things to bet on their boosts seem to always hit which is just fucking themselves over time and time again uh, we love the hell out of FanDuel Sportsbook and you will too if you haven't used it yet use it nah 
Also, there's fantasy on there, daily fantasy, and free-to-play games where you can win money. Shout out to FanDuel, shout out to you. Let's get back to the show. Did you also see the news, Tony? No. That just came through to the group me from Boomer Esiason. Oh. Um, <laughs> apparently, the Boomer got a text that uh, Aaron Rodgers may boycott the Super Bowl. Uh, I'm not exactly if the sure what. Ma- if the Packers make it that far, uh, Boomer received a text from a trusted source that indicates Aaron Rodgers will threaten to boycott the Super Bowl. That's the first I'm hearing of this. <laughs> yeah, well, well, this is Boomer size. Now, let's remember, it's the hardest working man in, in Wait, the world. So why, but what's the reason that he would boycott? Not exactly positive. The, the clip said um, until they change the COVID testing protocols, he would sit out. <laughs> what? He's told, he's told <laughs> Jordan Love to be ready if they get to the Super Bowl. Uh, I mean, I, am, so am I supposed to take this serious? Yeah. Oh, At this point, Boomer's just fucking with us. There's oh. no way this is a real thing. Uh, what, are you sure? There's no way. This is Boomer size and Foxy. He's <laughs> so absolutely just, messing with us. Boomer just heard, just said this? Yeah, this uh, just came through the wire. I believe it wow. was during this hour, actually. Text him I, back and say you were just joking, AJ. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I mean, this is ama- that's amazing. The fact... Like, Think about that. If he did all this stuff, everything happens in the offseason, he does all this, he should win the MVP again, gets the Super Bowl, and then he's going to sit out. Like, really? To say, I want better testing protocols? That'd be like that movie that just came out about the NCAA and J.K. Simmons and the star quarterback sits out before the national championship. Really? Yeah. Yeah. That's what that's about? I guess. That was the one where uh, Goose's son sits out? or. Goose. I think, what? yeah, Goose's <laughs> son's playing the drums. What are you talking about, <laughs> J.K. Simmons? You're yeah. talking whip, whiplash? Talking whiplash? whiplash? Thank you. Is that it? No, Who's it's not Whiplash. Goose's son. I believe it's called National Champions. Goose's son is also in Whiplash. Yeah. Okay. Goose's son is Miles. Yeah. Is Miles? Yeah. Tell him. Okay. When's that coming out? By the way, never. Yeah, maybe. Maybe uh, I think May it got pushed back to. <laughs> I mean, Cruz TC was trying to save the entire industry, so he had a lot on his back. Yeah, uh, and he. I think he did save the entire industry. So we're gonna get Mission Impossible the next one before we're gonna get Top Gun. Do <laughs> well, that Mission Impossible is incredible, unbelievable, man. Hey guys, I think you. I think our uh, our guest is on the line. So before uh, we got, we let you guys wander off. Anymore, let's welcome a guy who's absolutely dominating on the field, doing amazing things. Green Bay Packers right now, outside backer, has nine sacks on the year. I'm sure he'll probably rack up a few more in his last game against Detroit. But let's welcome Preston Smith. What's up, man? How's it going? I'm doing great. Thank you for having me. Hey, hey, believe me, we are excited you are on here. We just heard some news. They they said they break some news that uh, you guys can get the Super Bowl and Aaron's going to boycott. Has he been? Walking around the locker room telling everybody that he's going to boycott the Super Bowl for some reason? Nah, he hasn't given me that information yet. I think he's ready to play in that one. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I think so. I think uh, there's a lot of truth to that. What about uh, this week going into this game against Detroit? Obviously, you guys have everything locked up. Aaron says he's going to play. Devontae's going to play. I don't know how long that, that may be, but like, what's your guys' mindset going into a game like this? It's kind of weird. Uh, to still show that we're on top of the NFC North, um, guys are guys have been preparing to play regardless of you know the, the outside noise or whatever. We've been informed that we're going to play, and that nothing's going to change about that. I don't know how long we're going to play. That's not that's above my pay grade. But you know, I'm going out there expecting to play as long as I can and to go out there and dominate for as long as I can oh, yeah. while I'm on the field. 
Yeah, I, I believe me, your guys' defense has dominated a lot of games this year. And when you couple that with what your offense is doing, it's a, you guys are a scary team to face. That's why you're in the position you are. But is there anything you guys could point to or like when your defense, like you guys get turnovers and bunches, you get you guys create pressure on the quarterback. Like, is there anything different that has changed over the course of this season? I just think, like, even with all the guys that, you know, all the mix, mix, mixing, mixed pieces that have been coming in, like Rasul and guys that wasn't here at the beginning of the year, the guys that come in and contribute um, at a high level, I think just coming in and with their mind in the right place and ready to go out there and make plays and just coming in and, and playing together, I think that's the biggest thing we got going for us is that we play together and we all know the standard and the expectations when you touch the field. It's, no, it's not supposed to be no drop-off no matter who's on the field. You're expected to play at a high level, and you're expected to go out there and do your job just like the person in front of you, which you would. Man, what was it like when you first got to Green Bay? Obviously a big free agent signing. You come in, and you're facing that offense, and you see you line up in training camp or whatever, and you see Aaron Rodgers and running that offense. How much better does that make your defense, and how tough is that, especially in camp when you may do some ones-on-one? Uh, I mean, I think just going against guys like David Bakhtiari and, you know, on the other side of Tay and, and – um, Aaron Jones and that that loaded offense, and of course Aaron Rodgers going against them. You you don't get to go against like I told those guys when I got here. You don't get to go against top tier talent every day in practice. So you got to take advantage of it, and this is what's gonna make you better because you're not gonna see an Aaron Rodgers every Sunday on uh, I mean, during the game. So you have to prepare, you know. And if you do well against him, I know you can do. We can do better against anybody else because guys not gonna make the throws he made. Guys not gonna make the reads he made. And guys not going to, you know, improvise as well as he can improvise out there with the football. So we just know we got to try our best to, you know, dominate and, and to make sure that he doesn't have fun. It's a great day of practice. And we, we try to talk trash, keep him going. And, you know, he has some days. But I think, you know, if you, you know, we haven't put the record out there. But the defense, we've been on top, you know, in camp. Really? really? Is, yeah. is, uh, how was Aaron coming back at you guys? Does he like to, to talk back when you guys get a little chippy? Yeah, yeah, he get out there and he started talking trash. We started talking trash. Uh, don't let us uh, have a great day against him. We start doing this uh, celebration. We start doing the belt. We all put the belt on, and then he comes out the next day firing. I think it's you know I, I think it's rigged. And, you know, camp is kind of scripted. Absolutely. You know, I mean the the next day after we dominate the offense, the next day I think it's kind of scripted for them to have all the zone beaters against us, and we just seems like we're running one zone the whole day, and they just keep on hitting us in the in those soft spots. But you know, that's just my personal opinion. No, you're right. You got a script for success. They do that for Aaron Still in year 17. They're gonna you're gonna pick it pick it apart. But another guy, huge Packers fan here on the show, Ty Schmidt wants to ask you a good one. Ty, what do you have? Yeah, Preston. I always see on Twitter Kenny Clark and MVS going back at each other, making fun of each other, and that kind of stuff. It seems like you guys are really close, uh, just like the, the entire team. Who is the funniest guy in the locker room, <laughs> and is there one person that uh, is very easy to clown on or kind of gets clowned the most? Uh, Kenny is definitely that guy that gets clowned on the most. <laughs> uh, our lockers are all are really next to each other, and it's between me and MVS. I'm going to take the crown as the funniest, you know, in, in close seconds. <laughs> MVS, but and we, but you know, it all all our jokes are really centered around Kenny because he's such an easy target, and uh, some of his comebacks he he tries to fight back, but sometimes his jokes are really weak. But uh, you know, some days he goes home, he writes down some material. And he comes in the next day ready to use it, and it sometimes just doesn't work. Sometimes it might be a little funny, but you know we get a little we give him a little chuckle, but it's not really that funny. Majority. Of the time. Hey, what's what's Lafleur like? We know he's you know offensive guru, all that stuff. How involved is he with the defense, and like how much interaction do you guys have, like even on game day with him? I mean, you know, I love Mac, man. His energy and his, him as a coach and as a person is such a you know great person to have. I mean, a great person to play for. 
uh, his energy is unmatched. You know, he, he comes in ready to work every day, ready to get better, ready to compete. And, you know, he has little things here and there to help us stay on our toes. And, you know, he just him him as a coach is such a great person to, you know, play for and to be a, a part of the organization with him. So have you thought about, like, have they told you what your schedule may look like after the Lions game? Like, do you guys get a certain amount of days off, get away? Like, what what happens? I think they're going to tell us, like, after the game or something. I don't think – I don't know how much time they'll give us off. Or, uh, I know we're gonna, we gonna, they're going to give us some days to, you know, get our body back, uh, get ready for the next round of the playoffs. And, uh, but, you know, we're just focusing on this week to get ready to go out there and, and beat the Lions and, uh, you know, then focus on our next opponent after that. Hey, what was uh, just a, a random question I have? Like, what was last year like when you guys would play and there was nobody in the stands and you could hear everything from both sidelines? I'm sure you could hear coaches. You can hear what the offense is doing. Like, was that good for you defensively or did that hurt you guys? Uh, I think it, it, it's kind of good, but it's kind of it's hurtful because sometimes you hear too much. Uh, as far as like coaches yelling on the sideline and you know tips and sometimes they might yell something they think gonna happen and it don't happen and then now you're playing now you now you kind of oh yeah, that, yeah. Like, listening watch for that. watch the screen watch the draw watch they, they yell like six different exactly plays. and sometimes yeah. they might slow down your play or whatever because now you're looking for the screen to draw now it don't happen it's a regular pass and now you're moving slow and it's like oh now you know you don't have that big of an advantage you will with the noise and sometimes I, I I love the reason why I love game days the coach is not so close to the field you can't hear them as much <laughs> that's right. play. so that's you know that's really an advantage to have the fans back I can't hear my coach from the sideline as much or the coaches <laughs> from the sideline yelling so it's just going out there and playing hey how much of an advantage do you think uh being in Lambeau in the playoffs like the the road to the Super Bowl in the NFC runs through Lambeau we know it's going to be cold like the old it's going to be awesome that's what the, the greatest games to watch especially when it snows or Packer playoff games in Lambeau. Is that something that you guys think about or talk about? Yeah, we just know um, that's a big advantage to have. Other than home field advantage and just being able to stay here and play home and not have to travel, uh, the other advantage we have is the weather and then the fans. It's, uh, they're unmatched. You know, can you, you can't hear. We I can barely hear on defense when they're yelling. And I know the offense can barely hear. So just us having that advantage to be out there and play at that high level in that in that um in that environment, and other teams have to come in, and, and they're not used to the environment. We're practicing it all week, and we're preparing it all week, and then we go out there on Sundays, and we're used to it. Uh, I don't think you can simulate that type of environment in, in no place other than here. You know, well, so that's when I play for Washington, there's no – you don't have no dome that you can make hotter if you got to go down south, and there's no and there's no outdoor you can make colder when you got to come up here. So – I just think that's the biggest advantage we have, and it's just a great place to play for me. And I think, you know, as far as, far as us defense, those receivers coming in, they don't want to catch because they're not used to this cold weather and that ball hitting their hand. I think it's a really great advantage for us. Yeah, it is. And that I, that crowd seems so loud because LaFleur seems to be spending half the game just pumping the crowd up, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you could see him, but when you guys are on D, it's like he's yelling at the crowd to get going. Are you guys aware of that? Occasionally, I look over there and I see him over there turn the crowd up. And they put the, then sometimes you get you glance up at the jumbotron in between, you know, the the plays, and you he see looks them pissed. He looks like he's pissed. Like get up. Yeah, he's like mad, yeah, y'all not making enough noise. And I and I love that because you want the coach. The coach he understands that's our that's our advantage, and he wants us to use all of our advantages to you know our uh, the best of our ability, and especially if it's going to help us win games and help you know <laughs> prevent the offense from having success. Absolutely. Uh, Connor, you have a question? Yeah, Preston, how's it been to uh, play with a guy, Devondre Campbell, who you guys added in free agency? Did he come in and immediately become like a leader of that defense or through, you know, the course of the season and obviously how well he's played, he just kind of molded into that naturally? 
I think he came in like most new guys. You know, you come in and get you know get a feel for how things are going and the tempo of uh, how it's going to be around the building. And he fit in very well, man. He's I, I knew from watching film and breaking out other teams that when I see him playing Arizona and in Atlanta, that he was a guy who made a lot of plays and he was overlooked. And when we got him, I knew that this is a guy that can be a, a huge asset to this defense from playing side out of sideline. He, he gets he hits the gaps and he makes great plays for us and a lot of big plays for us. But when he got here, man, he was a guy just willing to work and do whatever it takes to, to help the team be successful. And he's been a great addition. I think he's been a steal for whatever we got him for. I know he's he's played and he's going to earn him some big money in the future. But yeah. I know he's such a big asset to this defense. I love playing with him. I love his energy he, bring, he brings each and every week. I think he is an absolute stud. Like he, just his presence on the defense too. I think affects quarterbacks. He's always in the throwing lanes. Like he's so tall, like he can cover so much ground. Like very impressive what he's done. But what about uh, Rasul Douglas? How how does that happen? Where a guy can kind of bounce around and all of a sudden the dude's a star. We see how good he is. Does that? It doesn't happen all the time. It definitely doesn't happen often. But you know, a guy like Rasul, you know, you don't you don't you don't anticipate getting a guy off the streets or from another team with that much ability and having him come in and produce at this such of a high level. Um, you know, that's great to the Packer management guys for getting him in here. He's been a huge addition to this team since Jair has been out and we know other injuries to the back end, such as Kevin, a lot of guys being hurt on the back end. He's been such a huge addition. He stepped up in a major way. He's closed some games out for us when we really needed him most. And I'm really happy to have him here. I know he's a great guy. He's a great teammate, great guy, a lot of energy, respectful guy, loves to come in and work, loves to – you know, do whatever it takes to win, and it's just you gotta love having guys like that on your team. Yeah, hey, you guys are, are very fun to watch. Oh, hey, Preston, we have a, a special guest, Pat McAfee's calling in from a jet. It looks like Pat, what's up? Hey, AJ, hey, you're doing a great job, Preston. You think it's because Razul Douglas went to West Virginia? He's such a cool guy. I don't know how I sound, but I just wanted to give an update. New airport. We have 15 minutes to change the manifest. I will be not driving for two hours when I get to Connecticut. It's beautiful news. Yeah. Preston, quick question. Preston, quick question. I'm listening. And I don't mean to flex it on you, Preston. I mean, I am in the back of a G200. I mean, no big deal. Um, but I got nothing but time. I'm alone. Preston, that defense early in the season, AJ might have asked about this. Early in the season, we didn't know what to expect from the Joe Barry-led defense. Then everybody kind of played on a string. Is it, could you feel that? Could you feel the transition of like the beginning of the defense to whenever you guys got like really fucking good and dominant? Yeah, I just think we just had to get we just had to get in the flow of things. Uh, you know, I, I know we start off rough in the first game against the Saints, but once guys got on the same page, uh, we are it's playing on this defense. It's easy for us to communicate with each other. We're we're like a band of brothers, so it's easy for us to talk and fix things amongst each other as well as the coaching staff. So. Just having that ability and the easy, you know, being so transparent to be able to talk to each other and fix things when, you know, we when we see an issue or we see things we can fix, it's easy to communicate and fix it and get back on the same page to make sure that we all are successful and we're playing at a high level together. Hey, what's your Friday schedule like? Is today, do you guys practice today or is today where you like a recovery day? Uh, we, we just finished practice not too long ago and um, now we're done and I get to talk you know spend a, a little bit of my afternoon with you great guys <laughs> hey we appreciate you hey. coming on Pat's got another one for you I know well yeah that's why I was so pumped to get on here because I never met you I'm a big fan of your work though in the field dude you're uh, you're an absolute stud so thank you for joining us I appreciate you man hey man I'm just trying to grow up and be like you so I can sit on jets and fly places <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah you're almost there I mean a couple more punch outs a couple more sacks you know you gotta do what you gotta do uh, going into the playoffs <laughs> 
I mean, at the beginning of the year, and I don't know if AJ asked you this, you guys got fucking bum-rushed by the Saints, dude. I mean, that was, that first week was a terrible, I think for everybody, especially us following along. I've become a Packers fan here the last few years, obviously, after meeting Darren and kind of, you know, investing time in the team. And then the offseason with all the drama. Then that first game happens. On the defensive side of the ball, you guys weren't playing your best ball either. Was there ever a doubt in there? Did you guys ever have a doubt, or was it like we got the guys, we're going to be okay, we'll figure it out? Uh, no, we 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 all came together, and knew that that wasn't going to be our best game. That was going we put it. We we came to the conclusion that was going to be our worst game of the season. We wasn't going to do nothing to go up from there, and uh, we knew like based that was our first time, like even throughout the preseason, besides practice, that was our first time having live game action together because none of us played in the preseason. You know, due to short preseason, and I'm trying to, you know, try to see other guys. They see if they can be great additions to the team. None of us played in preseason, so that was our first live action together. First live action getting against going against tempo or any other type of looks, and uh, and we you know with referees or any live setting. So we just knew we gotta, you know, we gotta wake up call. We knew we had to speed our process up really fast and get and get on the same page and get uh, you know play at a high level a whole lot better and. We knew from that game that was going to be our worst game that we had to go nowhere from, but up from there. And that's what we've been doing, playing together, trying to fly around, make plays, and be disruptive as a unit. Hey, Preston, last AJ thing might, for me. Oh, AJ, I'm sorry, AJ, I'm sorry. AJ, I'm ask you this. But you just talked about not playing in a preseason game. This last game with the number one seed already locked up, like a lot of people are like, ah, what's going to happen? Are you going to play or are you not going to play? And I don't need you to tell us what you're going to do. But has that been something you guys have talked about behind the closed doors there? That has had to be a conversation somewhere. Yeah, uh, we all talk about it. We all want to play, and we all want to win. So, regard, we can't control the circumstance. If they tell us if you're not playing, this person's playing. This not you're not playing. You're dressed. You're not dressed. We can't control that. That's above my pay grade, and I don't make enough money to make that decision. But if I'm playing, I'm playing to win. If if all the guys who are playing, they're automatically playing to win. And a lot of guys want to. They want to go out there and play. They want to go play and and, and win. They want to go make you know as many plays as they can to help get this team. So fourteen and three. Hey, last thing for me, quick before uh, before we get out of here. Do you ever watch like old footage from like twenty years ago and watching outside backers and DNs just pummel quarterbacks and drive them <laughs> into the ground and their highlights and there you don't get suspended and fined a million dollars? Do you ever get jealous watching some of that? Yeah, like um, I, sometimes I think about how soft the NFL is getting and how this game is starting to look more like a seven on seven. You can't hit nobody um, as hard. Which is, you know, why you play the game of football. If you don't want to hit nobody hard, you go play basketball. That's what I was told. Um, but you know that we feel like a lot of times we look at these, you know, these new rules, and we like the game is getting softer, or you know, you're taking the advantages away to actually, you know, utilize your your size and your strength against guys, and actually use utilize your violence. This is the game where you play to, you know, take out your violence. This is, this is the only game, this is the only thing you can do in life that where it's legally it's legal to hit somebody, and, and you don't have to go to jail for it. So. I just think having that advantage, we got to stop softening the game up, and we got to we got we got to make you know the NFL violent again. Hey, have you always just enjoyed hitting people? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, you know, I really didn't like playing offense. You know, I got the ball, I didn't really like being hit. And, you know, I just like because I I like to to dish it out. I don't want to take the hits. I like I like to go hit people. You're the hammer. You're not. That's the why ball. I kicked. Yeah. I didn't want to hit anybody or get hit. You know, that's like, that's why you kick a ball. It's like, I don't want to hit him. I don't want to get hit. I just want to be celebrated by everybody. I appreciate you joining us, Preston. You're really cool, man. You should come back. Yeah, man. Hey, man, anytime y'all want me back, man, we crack jokes, have, uh, 
some laughs, man. Maybe I get to ride on the jet next time we do the interview on the jet or something. <laughs> yeah. This is stupid. Isn't it? This is dumb. I was punter. I was a fucking punter, dude. College bring, dropout punter. Bring some people with you, man. What are you doing by yourself? Exactly, no, man. Dude, you can't live life by tiring. yourself. It's exhausting. Traveling is exhausting. Like, I don't need the boys just because I want to be a WWE commentator. The boys need to have their Friday night spent flying after a long, hard week. Like, that's a very selfish move by me. Now, with that being said, also very selfish saying I'm flying on private planes. All the time. <laughs> <laughs> kind of a, uh, it's kind of a give and take. Preston, you're the man. I'm taking off. AJ, you're the best. Cheers, guys. All right. Hey, thanks, Preston. We're, we're going to, uh, we're going to get out of here. We have a hard out, but hey, thanks to her so much, man. Appreciate it. Good luck in the playoffs. Good luck this week with Detroit, however long that may be. Try to jump in there and maybe get like three sacks early and yeah. then, then call it a day. Take your shoulder pads off. I'm going to be trying. I'm going to be trying. Yeah. trying to get some, too, get some sacks here and there, too. There you go. Get some get some sunflower seeds in the sideline. It'll be a fun ride into the playoffs, but thanks so much, man. Ladies and gentlemen, Preston Smith. Yeah! Love you, Preston. Love you, Preston. That's live. As a man who is now 38 years old. Whoa. Wow. It's your late 30s. Holy Yikes. shit. He's old as hell. This man has made it into his late 30s. How, how'd he bring in the new trip around the sun? Well, he was forced to yesterday walk outside of his house in 12-degree weather mm -hmm. and stare at one of the greatest displays of music ever done by the Ohio State Band and the alumni Ohio State Band. Last night, I heard he went to dinner. He went to Urban Meyer's Chop House. Wow. Ladies and gentlemen, Super Bowl champion, uh, Ryder Cup champion, college football national champion, 38-year-old Ohio State legend, A.J. Hall. So at the Chop House, you guys get double gun matzo sticks? I mean, most of what you said was accurate, just minus the Chop House. We did go to dinner, uh, but it was not at uh, the Chop House. What? Is the Chop House still open? Oh, yeah. My uh, my wife took my three boys there two days ago. Oh, smart. Hey, we're going to learn them young. Mm -hmm. Learn, hey, little hawks. Yeah. It's the restaurant, man. Just going to get some food. What do you mean? They didn't go on the dance floor. Well, that was the problem. <laughs> you got to stay away from yeah. that dance floor. You know, I was having a couple beers. I'm trying to find what? that dance floor. Whoa. What do you mean? In the chop house. I guess the, there's another one downtown. That's where the dance floor is. I had there's two locations. This I guy's got, got franchises. My Holy God. Shit. The chop the Urban Meyer franchise <laughs> is is that large. He's got multiple chop houses, pub houses, strip houses, what? house houses. What? Champagne room. What? He's got the Wiggy <laughs> house too. Oh, the boom yeah. boom house. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. COVID didn't kill any of them. No. No, no, no. Not in Ohio. Urban Meyer's still Ohio State legend, yeah? I would assume so, right? He's coming back doing the Urban Meyer show over there in Columbus at one of his uh, Boom Boom houses. You think this upcoming boom season? Boom Boom houses? What's his Boom Boom houses? You what, know. what is that? Well, you know. I don't know anything. I don't know if that's real or not. I doubt it. there's any truth to it. But why, don't you think he could go work for Fox? Would they hire him? Uh-oh. I mean, I guess they would, right? He's really good on TV. Remember whenever he had his suit on, his whistle, he was yeah. bent over and he was breaking down all the plays? I did feel like I was learning a lot more about the zone offense via Urban Meyer. He yeah. was great on TV. As long as he's not in a boat with the shirtless man in the background, he's usually pretty good. Now, real quick, that guy shirtless in the background, who was that guy? You know who that was? I, I don't know that guy, and I don't know that story. I didn't get to ask Urban about that story. I don't know when the last time I saw him in person, but I was unable to, to actually – Really get an answer. I don't know if anyone's gotten any answers, have they? Well, was he on a boat? There, nobody's ever followed up any questions on Urban Meyer before in the media, before this whole thing at Jacksonville mm -hmm. happened because of where he was there. He, I think he was on a boat. The guy was carrying what appeared to be a lamp that looked like a bong. 
I think around the oh, yeah. Yeah. the boat, and there just so happened to be a mirror. He was shirtless and a speedo doing his whole thing. Mm-hmm. Listen, Urban Lift, you go ahead and live your life, pal. You go ahead and live your life. But I mean, whenever you just get publicly be smart after you, you know, attack me, it's going to be hard for me to forget about. It. But I, I can't wait for you, me, and Urban to sit around a boom boom house, eat a couple chops out there, and really reminisce about everything. But AJ, it is great to have you here, man. We are so thankful for you. I think yesterday was a great display of our love. Although um, we weren't able to play any of the instruments, you opening your wreath doors to the entire. Wow. <laughs> uh, somebody made this on Twitter. They yeah, deserve it. Tweet. The- yeah, yeah, it was a great tweet. It was a great tweet. This person deserves it. Uh, it was a beautiful day yesterday. And I want to let you know we appreciate you, dude. Hey, I appreciate you guys for setting it up. It was cool. Obviously, I think I just watched the, actually like 20 minutes ago. I watched the clip of you guys like setting it up and then me going down there. I hadn't seen it yet. And you guys, you guys really think I was going to go out there and be pissed off that that was happening? Yeah. Yeah, you mm-hmm. were. No, I wasn't. I mean, trust me. I instantly saw the mass amount of people out there. And I was like, oh, well, it's like negative 50. And I felt bad for him. And then I was like, yeah, this is. And then I got to think about it. I'm like, this is awesome, man. This was cool. Thank you for reaching out to General Bob. Thank you to the band. Thank you to Bob. Reach out to Lisa Cisco, Chris Quinn, people I know that help get all those people moving in 24 hours. Well, shout out to General Bob, uh, Lisa Cisco, Chris Quinn, and the entire band. We do appreciate it. General Bob tried to fuck it up, though. <laughs> yeah. This thing was supposed to happen at 2.02, 2.05. He's, I, I'm just now seeing after the show yesterday at 1.55, he has a picture of everybody in France. We're getting ready or something like yeah. that. I'm like, Bob, Bob. Oh, he tweeted that? Yeah, yeah. I assume that you oh. just have notifications for General Bob Carpenter's tweets like all of us do. Right. And as soon as that popped up, you saw the photo, then you turned on the thing and you saw all the cars. That's what I thought happened. That is not what happened. No, I don't have notifications for anybody turned on for anything on my phone. General Bob I, uh, is worth it. Mm-hmm. General Bob would be worth it. I told it. you, though, I, I have so I have like cameras that I can see outside, so I, I put them up on the screen sometimes. I popped them up, and I just saw all these cars around. And I'm like, oh, what? I, I didn't put it together, and then I, I instantly I say something, and then you... Then I realized, okay, there's something happening. So was that, did you stop by the kitchen, have a meal, or did you go straight from attic to outside? Because there's a lot of conversation live on air and post in the comments of YouTube I saw in the video, also on Twitter. Oh, wow, AJ must have a 95,000 square foot house. It took him six minutes to get to his front door. Is is that what happened, or did you stop by? I, so I, I went to be I went in my closet and put pants on because I had shorts on and so I sprint I sprinted down the steps and then I saw Bob at the front door I actually sprinted by it hopefully he wasn't gonna see me because I know he would probably burst in and be like, come on man we're all waiting for you <laughs> and I got my pants on and came outside I'm not your dancing monkey Bob <laughs> uh, we, we appreciate Bob we appreciate you we appreciate Lisa Cisco and Chad Quinn and everybody else out mm-hmm. there in Ohio State Land we appreciate Oh man I am. Hell yeah. Yes. Two in a row. Two, wow. Yeah. Two days. Man. Imagine you did this a few weeks ago. Won and lost to Michigan. Uh, right? you, you, know, you know that? Heck of, a Rose, heck of a Rose Bowl win for us, though. Hey, it was a hell of a game. I watched it on my cell phone. I was sitting in the back of the arena. The show it didn't really work that much. But then tonight, I got to fly hour and 25 minutes and then drive three hours from the airport to get to the arena, I guess. I, I am... You might sit. Some people might sense I'm a little down today. Okay, I'm not. I'm not in my. I'm not in my normal. You know, hey, how's it going? I'm staring down a blizzard that I have to drive further than I have to fly from, up in Connecticut tonight to make it to the SmackDown. But good news is, WWE champion Brock Lesnar, 
Universal Champion Roman Reigns, who beat COVID's ass by yeah. like Yeah, thank you, Roman. Nice job, Roman. They're going to be standing each other down and talking to each other. That's going to be. That's gonna are they going to be wrestling? Real? I have no idea. I have no clue. They don't tell. But me they're both going to be there. It was. It was posted on WWE. That's how I got to figure out what's going to happen because they. I don't. I don't get a script, so I have to kind of like kind of guess what's going to go on, maybe to set myself up, and it's it's for my natural reactions. Both Brock and Roman are going who beat COVID, good, mm-hmm. and hopefully Ava Louise also beat. We hope everybody beats COVID. Yes. Right. Shaq Barrett. We hope everybody yeah. beats COVID. Uh-huh. Roman Reigns beat the shit. Roman Reigns put a Superman yeah. punch on COVID. Boom, done. He actually could have came back. He beat COVID in one day. They didn't have enough tests to prove uh, that he could get back in time. Mm-hmm. He so be, his that, greatest title. Could have got one from Ava Louise. So let's talk about that. AJ, I don't know how the Green Bay Packers hotels were, and I know there wasn't a lot of hotels in that area. We had to stay Also, at- before, I, before you finish that, what time, do we have any idea of the time frame of this one? I, I listened to the audio messages he was sending. What time? So 11.31, allegedly, is whenever she got in there, I think. or It was supposed to be around 1, she said she was going to be done. Then it moved, I think, to 11.31 is when she got there. That's after curfew. That is after most curfews. Curfews mostly 11 in places where literally knock on your door as if you're a child, right? That happened in Green Bay. And and security guards sitting in chairs at the elevator and in the hallways, too, in Green Bay at least. And at the stairs. Yeah, that's what I was about to ask you. In our hotel, we had uh, security or cop at elevator and security or cop at stairs at either end. All night long, too. All night long. You you crack your door at 4 a.m. for some reason they're sitting there awake you know just hanging out and we have and in the morning too whenever you're getting up to go to breakfast or whatever they've been up all night and it's obvious you know they yeah. are they are they're holding the newspaper they are miserable they have sat in the same seat staring at the same door for the last eight hours <laughs> oh. it is you could see how maybe somebody could come in and say hey look look at a different picture maybe so we could sneak by and i i let off the show with saying that there has been legendary tales of people trying to sneak you know, females into these hotels. Last year at Seattle Seahawks happened. Mm-hmm. I think they put a jumpsuit on, mm-hmm. a tracksuit on, put a beanie on. I had heard the story that somebody had done the same type of uh, thing, put on like size 13 Jordans on somebody, uh, on a girl too. Like they completely dressed it up to get it passed and the security stopped. It was like, excuse me, boom, kick it out. It becomes a whole problem. This is nothing new, guys trying to get women into a floor or significant other or friend into a floor that is not available. But the fact that it happened to the Super Bowl champs with Tom Brady probably near, I'm not 100% sure, you got to question the security, you got to question a lot, and then obviously you got to lead During COVID too. This is all going down during COVID. Yeah, and then you got to obviously lead into this is conduct detrimental. I mean, that's conduct detrimental. There's conduct detrimental. There's conduct detrimental. There's conduct that every, and now Ava Louise, who is known for licking toilets and doing her thing, whatever the case, she has an MBA. He's watching you school. She schools and Mm -hmm. she schools and little booty schools and the whole thing. But she had to get through there like a ninja. And I'm pretty impressed by that whole thing, AJ. I mean, I'm very impressed with the fact that this happened. I don't like, do you think this was the first time anyone in Tampa Bay was hearing of this or do you think they knew? that he may have got a girl in there. Obviously, they're not going to make that public. They could handle that behind the scenes. Super Gremlin had to be telling somebody, showing photos in a team meeting the night before, mm-hmm. you know, somebody close to him on a team, or if anybody's close to him on a team, I'm not 100% sure. I assume Did one of them shooting. document this? Well, she, he allegedly, Ava Louise says, Antonio Brown asked her to document it on her phone, mm-hmm. uh, which might be her setting up for a, um, you know, potential case 
from Antonio Brown for illegally filming him. You know, maybe, maybe not 100% sure. But uh, the way she said it was very matter of fact. Like, nah, he wanted me to film uh, and then send it to him. So yeah, everything's documented. She has pictures of where the meetings are, which is awesome because if you don't really know that exists unless you're on a team that has Did to Did she do- post those? Yes. There's p- oh, pictures okay. like quarterbacks this way, linebackers <laughs> oh, this God. way, wide receiver. Yeah, she's in there. So you can even Ken Burns affect that thing. Then you mix that up with the uh, the porn she shot with him where mm-hmm. he might be saying, wait, these yeah, tomorrow, you know, maybe that's the... And then you go for the, uh, then you go for the Sunday game with all the mics on the sideline then he goes straight to Danny Boy Hustle Hard Lebanon D you got everything's documented everything is I documented mean, what was that uh, football series on H or on ESPN a while back Playmakers this is like a Playmakers episode isn't it where the yes. dudes are like shooting themselves up at halftime the crazy things are happening like this is a movie I feel like that we're living in and there's the best part is it sounds like this is not the end of the story. No, no, this is it. No, we, yeah. we actually in the first <laughs> hour uh-huh. we said it's over. Oh, it's all football now just back to the back to the field. Yep. Yep. Okay, that's good to know. Then. Okay, good. Enough of these shenanigans. I'm glad we're past it. Okay, JJ Watts back. You know that's good news. There's no way. We, <laughs> yeah. I mean, this thing. This is only. He's recording a music video right now. I think. I think Antonio Brown's recording a music video right now. Is old buddy with him? The the driver. So Danny Boy, by the way, probably listening right now. Shout out. Shout, Shout out. out. What's up, dude? Hey, Danny. What's up, if I'm dude? ever in, if I'm ever in that area, I could use a driver too. So. At Hustle Hard. Real hard. Zito just asked me a question. Trey Turner's supposed to come on at 130. He has media at 130. Do we want him come on? Oh, meeting, meeting, sorry. Oh, meeting. He has team meetings at 130 now. They they moved him up. So if you want Tell Tomlin to fucking chill out. Tell Tomlin to fucking relax. (laughs) Where's Big Ben? (laughs) Tell Tomlin to relax. Like his boys ready to play a big football game. Big football. Playing against Tyler Huntley. News just broke. Tyler Huntley will be playing against Pittsburgh Steelers this weekend. How about 120? Yeah, let's do 120 with him. Tell him thank you so much. Um how about getting out? Getting in. Okay, I see you getting in. Getting out now from the hotel room for Ava Louise. Mm-hmm. She, it's almost just as hard, right? They have that, there's the footage of that, too. The hotel has all that footage. Every exit, all that is filmed. Like they, they could pull it all up. And AB said that she had to be out here by 7 because he had a meeting with Tom Brady. Oh, really? I didn't know that part. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Did she really like stay the night? Like, did she stay until the morning? Yeah, there's a picture. That's I think that is how it's all kind of been legitimized, is that there's a picture of her with the back of his head sleeping. You know, the classic, uh, I gotcha yeah. picture thing. Yeah. Tom went wow. to AB's room to have a meeting in the COVID room? or So, t- there was no meeting between AB and Tom. Meeting, this no. is AB saying, I got me at 7 o'clock. I'm yeah. so sorry. Hey, 6 a.m. It was, it was originally 4 a.m. We moved it to 5 mm-hmm. and 7 a.m. Is where that you is. didn't want any morning smooches? Uh, I'm uh, sure come on, got a morning smooch <laughs> yeah. at 6 a.m. and <laughs> got her out by 6.15. Right. Let's move along. J.J. Watt is back. That is something. You think we- she took some food to go? You know they have to go containers always at breakfast to take on the bus with you? Well, I do believe he probably packed her uh like a, muffin, like a smoothie and bag. like a peanut butter and jelly you know they always have the same stuff yeah, and chips yeah they had a couple chips and maybe even ice cream depending upon what time she got there you oh. know yeah. i don't know what team- oh if she got there in time for the team meeting the night before with the ice cream she, yeah then it was a real a nice visit well she was like i never had avocado ice cream before yeah. you know until what if that's just a little <laughs> time that she dropped in the middle i've licked toilets you know i've done my thing i've never had avocado ice cream until i went in boom tb12's house literally right next door to him yeah. and got his ice cream in there how did Tampa let this happen? How, I, how did... I, 
I don't know how. Yeah, you're right. Getting in and then getting out. How do you like? How do you get them out then? Getting well, out would be the issue. Getting out would 100 percent be the thing because there's no way he's going right. There's no way he's walking her back. No. Out. no. Way she got in. He, he repelled from the window. Well, he was at her <laughs> sixth floor. She could have like dove down the soiled laundry chute and just like you know you land in the bottom there six floors later. Like it's a soft landing. Like she has an MBA, too. right? Yeah, <laughs> smart. She's cool. She's cool. Uh-huh. And do you see the DMs? Some of them. Which ones? You school. You school. No, I don't see that. I, I the the Can. ones where I think the only thing I've seen is like the TikTok or whatever where you hear his audio messages. So I I don't think I've even heard the audio no. messages. I've only seen the messages that started in 2018. These two have known each other for some time. Yeah. Uh, whenever uh, it's been a long Back time. Back when she was getting her MBA. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You, she was schooling. school. Yeah. Yeah. AJ don't know about little booty. No. Yeah, and you should do porn. You good. Yeah, mm-hmm. You nice with it. <laughs> These I mean, are the DMs. This whole situation's awesome. And yeah. it's it's completely absurd. It is the most absurd thing of it's only getting worse too. And this is once again the Super Bowl champions heading into a playoff run right now. Heading into a playoff run. Let's talk about a team heading into a playoff run who gets a player back though. Let's move on from Antonio Brown, Ava Louise. Okay. okay. J.J. Watt is back. Nobody thought he could heal. He is back for the playoffs. The Arizona Cardinals have designated J.J. Watt to return from injured reserve, says Ian Rappaport at Rap Sheet. The man who was going to restart, rebuild, and reprove himself in Arizona and started off doing so, got injured, and said, I'm going to come back, even though the doctors and all the skeptics said there's no way, J.J., at your age you'll never be able to make it back. Well, guess what? J.J. Watt's back, and that team needs him right now, A.J. This could be like the the old shot in the arm, as coaches like to say. Don't you think that this team can need? When, is so he yes, vaccinated? When is that what you're saying? Better be. What? Did you say he's vaccinated? Shot oh, I have no idea about him being vaccinated or immunized. I have no clue on that situation. But I'm saying, like, he's, this could give them the, the boost, no pun intended, that this team may need. <laughs> wow. Oh, so he... So he is boosted? He's yeah, vaccinated? Like boosted. Whoa. Has he gotten COVID yet or whatever? He's got the shot in the arm. Super mm-hmm. immune. He's got, <laughs> you're right, though. The, the little pick-me-up or the little uh, giddy-up that could be in there or shot in the arm, exactly how it is titled, but, you know, with how prevalent everything else is with shots in the arm, had to bring it up there. J.J. Watt, when he was there, was playing much better, I think, than anybody thought he was going to play, right? Mm-hmm. At this yeah. age, other than the owner. The owner mm-hmm. and the GM, they paid him the amount of money to bring him in there. There was a lot of skeptics on. J.J.'s best days are behind him. J.J. heard all that. J.J. ate all that. Then he squatted. Then he ate all that. Then he sat in a lake with his brother. Then he ate all that. Then he lifted. Then he went to Arizona on the owner's plane. And I think he was playing very well. Alongside a defense that was very, very devastating. Chandler Jones, Buddha, Isaiah Simmons, you name it, across the board on that defense, they got studs. And on offense, they were good. And on special teams, they were good. They just beat the Cowboys, although it got close at the end in Ty's eyes, which I think is a very fair assessment. This is big for them. Any type of this type of energy, renewed energy coming into a game or into a locker room is always good. Yeah, and especially for a team that uh, has, you know, now they've gotten back on track, but they had a little, what, three-game skid where people were not feeling too confident about the Cardinals. Yeah, I was. I lost my confidence in them because I lost a lot of my FanDuel account on them. Well, mm-hmm. don't they hey, feel- that, that team has cost me more money than the other team. More oh. money than the other. I'm their biggest supporter, I feel like. I, I am potentially one of the biggest. Going back to last year, right? Didn't this happen last year all the time? It lost me, what, 50000 on that one parlay or uh-huh. whatever. I mean, that, that money was. Wow. Was that a coin toss or was that like a, something else? Big parlay, parlay, I said. Okay. I thought it was part of a parlay, maybe. 
You're an asshole. Well, the coin toss was Thank a Super Bowl you. where $30,000 yeah. disappeared from my account because the ref had the most rigged coin toss I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah. That thing, by the way, shout out to Dr. Lulu for this. Shout I appreciate out, that. Out. That thing flipped and didn't even bounce. It just shoved in sideways yeah. into the thing. It was like, do we even know if that's a real flip? At least it wasn't that one that happened with the... Uh, with oh, Bush. HW? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was... I would have been so frustrated with that. Can we pick that up again? <laughs> They would have. They would have had to flip it again. How about on Thanksgiving when that scumbag ref screwed Jerome Bettis? Well, the boss said he called the wrong call. Oh yeah, did you call tails or did you call heads? Oh no, I called that. I didn't call that. How about Geno Smith? Doesn't he have the perfect like hails? Undefeated. Hails. Yep. Mm -hmm. Hails. Mm -hmm. He's really good at that. That's like when you play rock paper scissors and you actually throw them to people and you kind of have a little bit of an open. There, you know what I mean? Well, what is that? Well, that's scissor. Well, it could be anything I need. Oh, oh that's a scissor. Right like here. a little split second where you're not technically cheating. I mean, you're just kind of some gamesmanship. Yeah, paper, dude. I thought yeah. squash it. That was what easy. What are you going to do? What are you gonna do? You're the tying or you're winning in that particular game. Mm-hmm. But you got to be very quick thinking that's the heads, tails thing. That's yeah. right. That could be anything. Trey Turner may be going to be here in uh, two minutes ago. We're not 100% sure. We shall. Do you make- wear your pinky ring at all times? I don't sleep in it or do anything like that. No, I. So you take your jewelry off, you place it next to your bed like every night? No, so I put the uh, Rolex back in the box every single Smart. night. And people told really? me I'm not supposed to do that, but it is like I get gifted a Rolex every morning. Whoa! <laughs> Whoa! Who said you were supposed, supposed to do that? Yeah, why? Uh, people who have them told me that that's absurd. And I said I take it off before I even wash my hands, too. I wash my hands, I like put the thing down. Smart. Put it back in there. Like, that thing going go in the water, you fucking idiot. You know how much money you paid for that? It's not going to let a little water affect that thing. <laughs> I'm like, well, point. I don't know about that. But yeah, I take everything off. Basically, at night when I'm going to bed, I didn't, I'm not a big like jewelry guy, so I didn't know if that's that would take a lot of time. You know, I I had um, I was a chain guy growing up through the teenage years. I had uh, a chain. I think it's because Stone Cold Steve Austin probably oh, had one, and it's good. And I had to get back into it because all I wear is tank top. So, like the only way you can change the view of the. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. de- depending upon chain or chains that you wear. So it is naturally just costume additive. The pinky ring is strictly because I did 23 and Me. Yeah. As soon as I found out, mm-hmm. I said, well, I know where I'm at it. Give me the pinky ring. Mm-hmm. Give me the pinky ring. You know, I'm not a big watch guy, though. I got into it, I guess, in the last few months here. And this one's going to be tough to take off. But I've never been a watch guy. I don't know how I got here. Honestly, you will. You'll become one now. I know. I'm sure you played with guys that were watch guys. There's a lot of O linemen that I played with that were big time watch dudes. They had like seven or eight crazy watches like that. Wrestling business, big watch business. Huge, really big, big watch business. Yeah, I don't know if the younger era still abides by it, but all the OGs, it is a big. big. And every watch they have is massive. Yeah, and they know about every watch too. I walked in with this thing, and there was woo. Like, there was a couple, oh, oh, you got the president, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I think, yeah, I'm not. It's like people like that, like, that are like sneakerheads, people yes. that are mm-hmm. into shoes. Like, watch people are the same. Like, they know, like, all the latest models and what they, oh, this old replica. Like, yeah, they can figure it all out. I, res- I'm not- I respect all of them. I respect the sneakerheads, though, because they, I believe, in the watch people as well. Because the watch people, to get to that level, to become a watch person is probably either grown up in the right family or a lot of hard work, right? It's one or the other. I'm not 100% sure. The sneakerheads, though, that is not only like, oh, we like them. They're cool. You got to have an eye for what you like, what you don't like and appreciate. But also, I think a lot of it is basically just entrepreneurial. Like a lot of everybody's, all these kids now are flipping these shoes. I mean, shoes are getting flipped now on a very regular basis. So I respect the entire sneakerhead game. I don't have enough time or ability 
to dive into the, oh, drops are coming, drops are coming. I always end up just paying too much after the drops yeah. come <laughs> from the kids that do the drop. So nobody in the sneakerhead community actually respects me, even though I have, I have some. I have some shoes that are pretty good, but I did it in the, the lazy way, in the just, I'm just going to buy them. You know, instead of like I had to work for him. So uh, I, I appreciate the sneakerhead community. I'm not a part of it, though, because I'm too lazy to be a part of it. Do you not? Do you hang out with anybody that legit calls shoes sneakers? Uh, there's some coastal elite. It's regional. It's a regional thing. What area? I know. I think California, they call them sneakers a lot. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Yeah, because they're a big flip flop town. Not where we so, grew up. Yeah, I've never, area. I've never been around somebody that like was serious. Like, oh, I gotta nice. hey, go grab my sneakers for me. No, yeah, there's never. some people that call them tennies too. Have you heard that? Yeah, what? Shoes. We, yeah, it's growing up, it's what we call them. tennies. Go yeah. grab your tennies. Well, like the pop soda Coke thing. Well, Same it's thing. Pop. fucking pop, dude. It's pop. It's pop, hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. So this isn't regional. We're Pittsburgh. You're Ohio. That's Iowa. That's a fucking America. Mm-hmm. How you doing? I, Keep I, it we used to know some people in North Carolina that called everything Coke though. Ugh. Oh that's, yeah, yeah. That's that's stupid. What? I thought it was stupid too. Gets nothing accomplished. It's a southern nothing. thing, yeah. Well, I mean, if you are to drink one, I don't, I don't drink a lot of pop anymore, sure. other than Sprite and my, you know, my uh-huh. ice cold dope wide wide craft soda. <laughs> it is so good, Sir Isaac Newton. Thank you so much for what you have brought to my life. When I'm in legal states or whatever, right? Coke is by far the superior drink, though. Oh yeah, by. Over Pepsi? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, know, I hear Coke. this argument. I disagree, but yeah, I, I hear this oh, argument. Oh, you're a Pepsi oh, you're guy? A Pepsi? No way. Oh, yeah, I used to buy the cubes of Pepsi growing up. Oh, I, oh, what do you love? Aquafina water, too? Is that is that your favorite I mean, I drink, water? I like water, yeah. I like water. I don't care what brand it is. Oh, give me the chlorine <laughs> water. Give me the aqua chlorina over there. Give me that one. Are you yeah. serious with Pepsi, Holy dude? Sh- I can't Come believe you. I never would have guessed that. I know. I honestly like lost a lot of respect for you right now. I, Thank, I, you. I, Thank you. Thank you. I agree. Pepsi is so much better than Coke. Wild yeah, cherry Pepsi is delicious, Ooh, but wild cherry Pepsi is great. Hey, okay, okay. Now, now we're straining off. Now we're straining off. That we were just talking. Coke is like old school. Coke is like has like history. It's old school. It's everywhere in the world. Like Pepsi is the newer, better tasting. I get, I get the commercials that you watch and hell. you just buy into. Okay, and Diet get, Coke and Diet Pepsi both taste like puke. So I would okay, never. Okay, so have Diet either. Coke people are addicted to. I don't think Diet Pepsi people are. No. Coke oh, is. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, so same it's way. Yeah. Same way. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, the cherries. Once you start getting the wild cherries and then the Mountain Dews Ooh, and then Sprite, those are very different drinks. So let's keep this on the subject, AJ. Okay. Let's keep this Coke and Pepsi, please. How? How do you like Pepsi more? I think is it Pepsi like probably a little sweeter? Maybe that's I like stuff that's a little sweeter. Coke's pretty sweet as well, my friend. I used to drink Pepsi, then I got money. Oh, <laughs> oh shit! So, okay, good. Hey, okay, so I'm, last I'm, week, Nick, <laughs> Nick switched over to Coke, mm-hmm. and it no, was yeah. it was unbelievable. Coke is still love great. Coke. Coke. Hey, Coke is amazing. I still love Coke. Like fountain Coke with nice fountain. little the pellet yeah, ice. It's it's amazing. Mm. I'm just saying, I would choose Pepsi over Coke. I think, I think in a can, if you do it out of a can and where you pop the little thing in the middle of the can so you shoot it out like a squeeze bottle, Pepsi's the choice there. Okay. McDonald's Coke is the greatest soda like of all time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, that's pop. 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 Oh, yeah. No, I, I jumped in earlier. We don't call it pop in Massachusetts. Never. Yeah, you guys also come soda. from an area. Yeah. Where your airports oh, yeah. are four hours away from fucking arenas. Oh, please. So I don't want to hear shit from the Revolution region. Yeah. How please. about that? Connecticut is not part of New England, please. Oh, it Do isn't. not yeah. lump 
Connecticut in with Massachusetts. Lived we didn't lump it in Cal- New Hampshire. The map did. Yeah. You ever heard of Pangea, bro? Okay, it's not our yeah, fault. Yeah, it's not our fault. never heard of Pangea, bro. Connecticut sucks, <laughs> okay? It's not Pangea. part of Massachusetts whatsoever. Hey, to Connor's defense, I've heard a lot of people like New York, Massachusetts, all say that about Connecticut. No one wants Connecticut up there, okay? <laughs> I want Connecticut. Hey, Connecticut. So I. I appreciate you. Yeah, thank when you. I land today, I just... Please have less than six inches on the roads that I have to drive 37 miles from. Plow the roads. You should don't, see if you get a snowmobile. <laughs> when That'd be fast. Let's get to a break. We'll be back in uh, We'll be back in four minutes with some phone calls. We're going to go against the spread. I don't believe Trey Turner will be joining us, which is a shame. We'll get him on next week, maybe chat with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, we appreciate him. You should try the Uber chopper. Yes. Is that in Connecticut? Yeah. I think that's anywhere. I know it's near New York. I know I have to in... book those a week advance because when Fuck. we went to New York, we, yeah, we, we were going to book it. Yeah. So also, I get car sick. I get yeah. chopper sick. Yeah. But it would have to be better than driving four hours once I land from my flight tonight, AJ. Yeah, I I think you should definitely do that. Get a hell so land go directly from your plane to your helicopter to the arena, and then helicopter back from the arena back to the airport back to your plane. Save you three hours. But also, saving the environment. Is it snowing? Because snow is probably not the best chopper weather, right? I'm telling you, if they have a snowmobile, get that thing and just rip next to the highway. You can go fucking 85. Maybe a dog sled. Dog sled would be faster, too. It feels like I am going to be riding a dog sled from what I heard about the traffic. This is going to be be fun. Oh, yeah. I don't think so. All right. That's the show. Can't thank you guys enough for watching, listening, following along. We appreciate the hell out of everyone. Hashtag PMS. Happy birthday, AJ. Send a picture and you can still get into that. There will be 38 different $1,000 winners. Enjoy the NFL games this weekend. We will see you on Black Monday, Overreaction Monday. Have a great weekend. Cheers. Cheers.